Hey, podcast listeners, it's Colin. Today on the show, we're publishing our full interview with creators Cody Ko and Noel Miller. Now, Samir and I have wanted to have these two guys on the show for a long time, not only because we think they're hilarious, but also because they're building something really unique together. They started their Tiny Meat Gang podcast back in 2017 with the support of their community on Patreon. And today they've leveraged all of their experience to build a full-on podcast network known as TMG Studios. Cody and Noel came on the show to tell us about how they built their business and ended up sharing some stories about partying with Elon Musk, the problems they faced when they signed their record deal, and why they ended their hit series, That's Cringe, on YouTube. And just a note, TMG Studios executive producer Ryan was in the room during the recording, and he oversees a handful of producers that work on all of their shows. You'll hear us reference him from time to time throughout the episode. This is an extended version of what you can find on YouTube, but if you really want to feel like you're there with us in the room and you want to see some of the videos that we're talking about in the episode, I would make sure to check out the video version on YouTube. This was truly one of the most enjoyable conversations we've had. The guys had us laughing nonstop the entire time. Without further ado, hope you enjoy our episode with Cody Ko and Noelle Miller. What we were talking about this morning, um, we were both talking about like when we first came across you guys. And yeah. for me, I vividly remember the Mark McGrath video. Like it's like ingrained in my head and oh, I've, yeah. seen, I've watched that video so many times. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> I think that's one of like the funniest videos on the internet. Damn. Um, I'm curious just like that era and looking at like, you know, what you guys have built today with TMG Studios Mm -hmm. and all the different things you've tried to get to where you are today. Like, where does this journey, if we want to talk about TMG, where does this journey start with you guys? It's crazy. It's been seven years now. Has it? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Wow. More or less. Crazy. It is getting there. Yeah. Maybe not seven. It's more like six, but five, six. But yeah, either way. I guess it would start with uh, the the <laughs> started with the vlogs because that's yep. where we came up with the name Tiny Meat Gang. It was oh, just really? like a joke. Yeah, I, we used to vlog at work when we were both engineers, and we'd like go out and these like picnic tables sometimes, and just like make content. And so I was just like joking about uh, <laughs> like an OBGYN like doing like a sonogram. And then, like, seeing, like, your kid in the sonogram, but he's, like, holding his dick. Like, it's, like, a dick pic. And <laughs> just, like, <laughs> and then I just said, like, tiny meat gang. And then from there, it just snowballed into Every time else. we needed a name, it was, like, okay, what should we name ourselves? And I was, like, well, just for the time being, let's put in tiny meat gang. Yeah. But, okay. like, we'll come up with something better later. <laughs> yeah. Is that and something that started taking off in the comments? Like... Not even. Or is that just like I don't even like, think people fucked with it. Like personal yeah. enjoyment was like something's right yeah. about this. When you yeah. when you heard it though, when you heard his sonogram bit, were you like, yeah, yeah, cool. I definitely laughed. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, we chuckled, but it just yeah, it it, it was just a placeholder. Yeah. Got it. And then things just kept going. <laughs> it turned into identity of the next yeah. seven years. Well, that was like we we just moved so fast. I mean, everything in this world moves so fast, yeah. especially when you're trying to like make it as a creator. You're just yeah. like, what's the next thing? Let's get this thing done. What's the next thing? So we were so always so focused on like, all right, let's try and make a song now. Let's put out this thing. You know, let's do this new style of video. And every time we needed a name, it was like, let's just put that in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what came after vlogs? Um, if TMG really started in those early videos as like a joke, 
what was the first thing that you had to put the TMG name on? It was music. It was music, music, actually. Yeah. And then after it was the podcast. Okay. So then we signed up for Patreon with that. Mm -hmm. Our RSS feed was the Tiny Meat Gang. Uh, And then from there, it was like we couldn't change it. Yeah. And by the time we made the podcast, it was definitely an inside joke or like. Right. It's sort we kind of, I think, expected, all right, there'll just be this small group of people that know what it is. And then (laughs) we were very wrong there, too. So, yeah. Um, What were those vlogs about that you guys were doing at at work? What were they about? (laughs) Yeah. Like, what were you vlogging about? Uh, We just like kick around like sketch ideas and then just make them. And then we just build on. We kind of read the comments and try to catch maybe things people were talking about and we could. Like, all right, we can make a sketch kind of around that. Mm. Um, and other stuff, it was just, you just say, hey, I need footage. And we just go. Go for lunch, <laughs> film in the car. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then with music, was it just that on YouTube at the time, like creators were making music? Yeah. 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 Yeah, we just wanted to make like a parody song. Mm-hmm. And I think I was making fun of uh, Everyday Bro or whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, ah, oh, it'd, be, it'd be really, I've always wanted to make beats. So now this is a really great excuse to like download FL Studio and try and do this uh, for, a, for the video because it'd be a great way to end it. And then I invited him over and we both put down like probably the best verse yeah. <laughs> that we've ever written. Yeah. And then. Yeah, after that, Rick Rubin just burned down his whole studio. <laughs> yeah. Like Shangri-La is meaningless. Mm-hmm. Uh, this yeah. is it. <laughs> yeah. This is where it stops. Was there like, when you guys were first making stuff together, was there a thought of like, oh, this, this could be our career? Uh, or was it just kind of like, this is cool and fun? And it, At that point, I think it was, I was still working as an engineer and Cody was forced to stop because of his visa. So uh, Cody was in a situation where I think even he was just, oh, okay, it's sticking. Like, yeah. let's just do more of this. It, it was, I don't think we were ever like really thinking long-term, at least for me. No, I wasn't. It was like, I knew I wanted to make a go at this. So I really had to make the conscious decision, like, hey, I'm going to switch my visa to a visa that would allow me to do creator stuff. So my goal in my head was I have to match my salary yeah. mm-hmm. for my engineering job. If I do that, then, then I can focus on whatever the next goal is but like that was the main thing yeah and And so that was always just like the goal and then when we started the podcast it was like hey let's make enough money where we can Mm -hmm. we can do this full-time we don't have to worry about getting another programming job yeah and uh patreon did that for us like right off the bat so Mm -hmm. that was pretty cool so when you're thinking about matching your salary the first move was setting up a patreon for the podcast no it was before that it was it was trying to do it on AdSense, but that was right when the adpocalypse was happening. So that wasn't really working out. That's why I started doing the individual podcast mm. was because it seemed like longer form at that time was monetizing better. And then I was like, maybe I could get to a point where I could do like, you know, host red ads. And mm. I know there's a lot of money in that too. So it was, that was difficult back then because it wasn't just AdSense that you could mm-hmm. rely on. It was yeah. like, you had to diversify. You had to do merch. You had to try different things. And mm-hmm. Patreon, there was a couple of podcasts on Patreon at that time that were doing well. So the, when we decided to do ours, it was like, that seemed like kind of a no-brainer. It was like, we don't really have anything to lose by trying mm-hmm. to launch this on Patreon first. Yeah. And just seeing if people will pay for pay for it. Yeah, And the narrative, there was like a narrative with it, right? That was kind of like, 
we need to make enough money for, or if we make X amount of money, Noel will quit Yeah, that job. was, that was like the initial. So I had gotten laid off and then, um, simultaneously, like leading up to those moments, we had done a few episodes on his solo podcast and they did really well. And so right when I got laid off, the, those were some of his highest performing episodes. So we were like, all right, it's kind of a no brainer. We should make a podcast. Um, and then, so yeah, the initial narrative was like, uh, Alina can stop paying for all the rent. <laughs> and then we broke that goal pretty like immediately, which was extremely surprising. And I so, think that description is still on our Patreon, isn't yeah, it? Oh, yeah, it I might think be, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good for like a brand new person to come across like, damn, I should help yeah, this guy. Yeah. This guy's still trying yeah. to this guy, pay his rent. Help him pay his rent. How much is this rent? This guy's wife is still this, covering yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. He really keeps leveling up his house. Right? Yeah. 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 They live in the White House. <laughs> What's going on? Was it a dream for you too? Were you like... I'm down to leave my job to do this? Or were you a little bit more hesitant? No, I mean, I, I've been doing stand-up for a couple of years prior. Um, I was like full on like doomer mindset. So I was like, <laughs> I will take anything Got it. to yeah. get away from a desk. So at that point I'm like, yeah, let's go. Got it. Um, yeah. And was your guys like familiarity with creators? Cause you're working at a full screen. Mm. You're familiar. Do you guys become like really familiar with how the business worked of creators at that time? Is that kind of sort of, we did get like a weird window. I think me more than you, but I also worked at uh, yeah you because you saw like the numbers yeah. that they would pour into marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Actually mm. he, he has a really unique insight on this, but yeah. It, and it, it actually ties into how we built the network. And yeah. I can elaborate on that later, but let yeah. me just say before you jump yeah, into that, ahead, right ahead. before full screen, I had a job for a company called Victorious. Yeah. Which yeah. Made, we had an app on Victorious. Yeah. yeah. So I was an engineer there. Oh, wow. And so, and that was a cool little insight too, yeah. because I, I could see like, first of all, just for everyone listening that doesn't know what Victorious did, they, they did bespoke apps for influencers, but we had a platform where we could just like you know, plug in a design and it yep. would pump out the same app, mm -hmm. basically. It was mm -hmm. one code base. And they were paid apps. Like, it was paid membership yes, apps, right? Yes, yes, it some was. Of them yeah, were. Yeah, some of ours, them ours they, was free, the creator yeah. was... Lily yeah. Singh had one. Yeah. It was, like, huge creators on there. Yeah. yeah. And so I saw the numbers of those, like, who was actually pushing download yeah. numbers and who was converting and, mm. into, you know, paid subscribers and stuff. So I definitely saw, like, how difficult it was. Yeah. Because I think the company ended up failing. Yeah. I mean, this is, like, a complete sidebar here but like our app was like i think the third most engaged app at victorious and then they just switched the like design of the app mm. for everyone because it that was, was every, that was you that was, that was me. Me. <laughs> no, okay. I was like, i don't know it might have been you're the one we went from like i think at that time we were like fifty thousand daily actives to to three thousand immediately because yeah. everyone was like this new version sucks yeah. wow. and then they just hit us up one day and they were like hey we're shutting down the company so your app's gonna kind of go away yeah and we were like what and they yeah. gave us a csv of all the users yeah wow and yeah, that, was that and then the app was gone and wow. we were like whoa that was definitely a, crazy a risk you run by working with yeah a startup mm -hmm. but yeah. i do think it informed even for us like they were before their time definitely yeah, yeah way before their time but it informed us too like when we saw what was going on there that audiences were willing to have this like custom environment that was for the creator and they were willing to pay for things in that environment. True. Um, yeah. And that was eye opening for us yeah. as well. Um, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. And then, yeah, like, yeah, I think so working at full screen for me was, it was different cause I was 
hired as like a, they titled me as a web developer, but I was pretty much a, a catch-all for anything related to web marketing. Uh, I, I even got into like weird territory where I was cutting Snapchat ads for full screen, and then I'd go mm-hmm. like program like like build like some landing page for a show. So I was like this full service person specifically for the subscriber acquisition team. So I saw how they respectfully failed miserably at getting people to sign up for the platform. And And by the way, this is just to add some context. This is when full screen switched to their SVOD. Yeah. And basically put all their chips in one basket and was like, this is the new direction of the company. It was like their own little version of subscriptions. Yes. It was Mm -hmm. like their own little version of Netflix or whatever, where they were developing premium content in house. Yeah. So I got to see how many dollars they were pouring into at like getting users, what the cost per user was, where the content was failing. Um, Even seeing, I even got insight into the data of the UX and how, users interacted with certain layouts. And so I got to, I got like, you know, 20 to 30% knowledge of every aspect of the entire app. And, you know, sometimes very detailed levels, um, you know, it's nothing I can articulate now, but uh, it, it, it's now helping inform what we do for our service now. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I guess like one of the key insights would be like people were, People were coming for Shane Dawson. They were. And just watching his show. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Right? I think like the idea was that, oh, they'd pay for a monthly membership. And then, you know, that would kind of, they would bleed over into the other content and, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy the platform. But it wasn't, I don't think it was really performing like that. No, they, yeah. What they, the disconnect that I felt they had was they didn't immediately recognize that people were only coming for the person that they liked or Mm -hmm. were looking to for entertainment and they spent big dollars on content that no one asked for like they you know they hired the dude who wrote american horror story to do a whole series for them and they spent so much money shooting that out and i think i want to say the total views on that overall might be like sub five thousand. wow wow yeah it was that's crazy hmm. Yeah, next to no one watched it. It's a real like people follow people moment. Yeah, yeah. You can't take these creators and turn it into like its own Disney channel or something. By the way, like this is no shade on full screen. Like I think it was a valiant effort. Definitely. They poured a lot of money into making this happen, but it happened with Quibi too. Yeah. Yeah. I think the lesson is that like it doesn't, it's not just money. You can't just pour money into marketing and make great stuff. It's like you also have to kind of nail the specific niche or figure out what's working and then build. Yeah. I also remember going into Quibi's office when they were like talking, they were talking to us about like their programming and they were like, yeah, we got a, we got a series that's directed by Spielberg. And I was like, I'm not positive that the kids who are watching YouTube yeah. care about that. No, they yeah. don't. I don't think that means anything. No. Right. Like, yeah. I think you throw a creator up there and just like talking and that's more interesting. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think that was like that. The, all these are lessons in like the old guard being like, I think this is how this is how it should work, right? They should care that it's Scorsese. Yeah, what's crazy is I feel a lot of the old Hollywood doesn't realize that Nico Avocado pulls in more views right. probably <laughs> yeah. than Nolan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like if yeah. you took all of Nolan's films and you stacked them up against Nico Avocado's year long, like. <laughs> I bet yeah. you it's more. Yeah. And what's weird is trying to like sit and explain what he does to someone. Yeah. You know, like that's, <laughs> yeah. that's how he's performing better <laughs> yeah. than no one. You know, that's, yeah. 
Yeah. That's always, I always find that weird for me when like I find myself with my high school friends explaining like, first of all, being like, yeah, I got this friend, Mr. Beast. Yeah. And he, he like made everyone put their hand on this Lamborghini. Yeah. yeah. And you've already lost them and at then, Mr. Beast. Yeah. 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 You know, once you've said that, yeah. they're like, nah, I'm, I'm Yeah. I he's also who, like <laughs> the new Willy Wonka. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. He, he, bought yeah. yeah. He, he bought an island yeah, too. Yeah. But he gave away the yeah. island. What does he do? Yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah. at that point, your friend's like, yeah. well, I'm happy that you like what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever yeah. you're doing, man. Yeah. That's great yeah. for you. That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, did you have any discomfort, Cody, or, or I guess both of you, yeah. like putting yourselves on the internet in a certain way, like almost in like a crass way, calling yourselves Tiny Meat Gang? Was there any of a thought of like, well, if we have to go back to getting a job, it might yeah. be harder now? Well, or was that was it really just like we're I all think when in, we did all that work. like cake farting stuff on yeah. OnlyFans that like <laughs> sure. that made that's when it fart. was like that yeah. now you yeah. can't I think that, that made it come out yeah, back that yeah. solidified <laughs> that yeah. we'll be farting on cakes forever right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah um no nah, I, <laughs> I I was I was never really that concerned about nah. it because also like I was you know making videos while working at Victorious. Like yeah. I was, yeah. you know, I, we both, I guess we're making content yeah. on Vine, like yeah. throughout having full-time careers. Yeah. And like those weren't family-friendly Vines, you know, yeah. like I was right. saying a lot of swear words and, you know, being crass or whatever. And at Victorious, like I would go on a one-on-one with my boss, like we walked down the Third Street Promenade and people would come up to me and be like, oh my God, can I get a picture? Oh, interesting. And they thought yeah. it was awesome. They mm -hmm. were like, oh, this is sick that we have right. an engineer that also makes content. Yeah. And so in my mind, I was kind of like, oh, this is an early sign that this is the world. This is what the world's becoming, yeah. the professional world. Yeah. Everyone is going to be a creator eventually. And they are. Like, it's wild. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to put her on blast, but our agent's assistant, like mm -hmm. her TikTok, TikTok came on, up on my feed the other okay. day. And she makes great TikToks. But it just made me realize, yeah. like, everyone does this yeah. now. Like, yeah. everyone mm -hmm. makes videos about their life. You can follow her. It's on the screen right now. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. You know, let's blow her up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Why the fuck did you bring And now let's up? say it, Joel. Yeah. I mean, it's she good. Makes it was great videos. Yeah. Joel well, sent here to like another city today. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. True. yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It was, that was Google's time. fault. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. Joel's fault. <laughs> but Joel Park, she makes <laughs> makes some of the best, some of the best food TikToks. TikTok videos. <laughs> well, you great. also had on camera experience with your app at Duke when you got interviewed. You know. Yep. Yeah. So, that's true. <laughs> so you were that a is lot true. Of that was my first on camera experience, probably. Yeah. Right. And I killed it. Yeah. So when you get, when, when the Patreon thing happens, you're, you're surprised. You're like, whoa, like that there's actually people who will pay for this. Yeah. Uh, was it pretty immediate that you were like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause I was yeah. fired at that point. So, yeah. 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 You can't fire me. I quit actually. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. already fired. So yeah. Let go. Yeah. So, yeah. What did it do for you guys though? Creatively, like to see that you had that sort of financing behind it. Like the community was the ones that were. It was cool, them. but it was definitely scary, you yeah. know, because yeah. it, at least for me personally, and I assume Cody as well, but um, I don't think it was anything we ever took for granted. So I, since that day, I've perpetually been of the mindset that tomorrow all our subscribers could go to zero. Right. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah. that was, it was a cool moment that I remember distinctly thinking like, it is the first proof that people really like us. That's true. And what we do. Mm. Yeah. 
Like if people are willing to like put their money where their mouth is yeah. and actually put up a credit card. Mm-hmm. Cause in the beginning it wasn't like we were offering anything that crazy. We weren't doing bonus content. It was yeah. a one week window between when the episode will come out for free. Yeah. yeah. So if you liked the podcast, you could just wait a week. Yeah. You know? So like that wasn't that crazy oh, of a and perk we, and people still were like, they were just giving us money because they liked us and they wanted to see us do it full time. Yeah. Right. And we also was, hid yeah. the last 15 minutes. We put an end card. Right. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a, yeah. And cool moment. And how did the, like, how did that inform, I guess, how you guys move forward? Was it like, okay, this is part of our business, Patreon. We want, we need to keep growing that. Plus we, you know, have AdSense. Plus we need to get brand deals. Like, was it all at once or was it more of a focus on like, we got this relationship with the audience. We're going to grow yeah, and whatever. I think it was more of that. Cause then we started touring and it was really just a three year period of us. I think just growing closer with the listeners of the podcast yeah. and I think just seeing all those people in person and um, building what we are. And then when the pandemic happened, that's actually when we started to kind of shift to think like, okay, what else can we do? Um, I remember uh, we were kind of kicking out ideas and I said, oh, what if we did like a more expensive tier? And then we kind of like piloted show concepts because people were saying, oh, it'd be cool if you guys like did kind of, you know, off episodes or like off series about like your interests, like, you know, whatever they are. Um, like people, I would talk about MMA a lot and people would be like, stop talking about it. So then the niche group of people that wanted to hear about it, it was like, oh, okay, should there just be a separate Mm, upload mm-hmm. for that um but then at that time you know uh cody and i felt that we didn't really have the infrastructure to do a network kind of thing but that it was in our minds definitely i think as early as 2020 and then when we finally did like the big studio change i think that's when we became a lot more serious about oh, okay let's make sure that the content's good so we can you know Mm-hmm. hire more people and we can kind of expand and so i think really in the last year and a half is when we've gotten very dialed in about it being a business but up until then i think we've always it's always just been what would be entertaining mm. what was yeah. kind of the what was kind of the inflection point for you guys though once you started the podcast like you mentioned you were on tour i was mm-hmm. watching your guys behind the scenes tour videos yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's one episode where like you sell out a couple of venues and you end up having to get a much bigger venue in Chicago and like yeah. 1600 people are there Yeah, in one part of it. Like post Malone is like in the green <laughs> room with you guys. Yeah. And like what contributed to that going from like, all right, we quit our jobs. We set up a podcast and a Patreon to having that level of like, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. Cause you, you really don't have that many moments of this like proof that we're talking about that people yeah. really like are fucking with what you're doing. And yeah. I mean, that was like a joke that we did on stage too. It was like, just, you know, cause you see the numbers on that's cringe and love Island and stuff like that. And all it is is a number on a screen, but yeah. to see the people actually sitting in a theater that like traveled, took an Uber to you and bought a ticket and all that stuff. So that was like that first tour was a pretty wild realization that yeah. like people, you know, they really wanted to see us and supported us doing whatever that we wanted to do. Mm. Yeah, I want to touch on first, like what that experience was like for you of going on tour and like seeing those people in person. Yeah, um, I mean, just coming from, you know, grinding and stand up just how anyone else would. uh, 
So pretty early on in stand-up, the guy who broke me into it, he took me on the road to open for a show. I think it was a like a thousand capacity room. It was a ballroom in Bellingham, Washington. Sure. And uh, I, you know, I did like five or seven minutes on stage, and um, it was pretty surreal because uh, I, it was a hard room, and I didn't know that it was a tough room. And I, I did like super strong, um, and uh, I got off stage and. One of the sound guys said, hey, man, you know, I've seen a lot of guys try to cold open and a lot of them like bomb up here. So that's, you know, keep keep at it. And so I thought, oh, OK. And then from that, I just went back to rooms with like three people. You know, I'd go to open mics with him. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of performing in front of even like a couple hundred people in a packed out room. I didn't even imagine that really in my future sort of thing. Like I just mm-hmm. figured like, oh, maybe one day. So for to kind of be of that mentality and then now we got like, you know, a thousand cap rooms, you know, for like a 30 day run. And then that's just the beginning of it. It you almost I don't want to say it's surreal, but I feel like you almost kind of like you have to like tune it out mm-hmm. to just focus on like getting the show done. It's a very it's it's like riding a roller coaster, I feel. Like you just mm-hmm. kind of run with it and then after the fact, when it's all said and done, you're kind of like, damn, that was a lot of people. At least that's how I kind of processed it. And did um, you guys feel like meeting the people in person, like you're resonating with the type of people that you want to be resonating with? Like there's no Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people would say stuff like, "Oh, we've been watching you guys since Vine." Yeah. And that was yeah. that that is always like the coolest thing to hear because it just means they've followed the whole thing and they've yeah. jumped with us from platform to platform yeah which means that they really are a fan of what we do yeah how do you think the podcast format has impacted that level of fan connection like mm. if if you if you guys had stuck with like maybe vlogs or even like that's cringe and that was the format you went long on mm. and never did a podcast is it the same like is what's the intimacy of the podcast how has that impacted I think packing it's, rooms. Yeah, I think it's two things. I think the way we had done it, which I think a lot of people kind of, at least comedians will start their podcast this way, which is kind of lo-fi in terms of production. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, a couple people talking in a room. I think that, uh, I think it creates a certain level of intimacy because I think people are just watching two people go through phases in life and mm-hmm. go through experiences. So in that way, I think that was... It, it's it, I, to me, it kind of borders on like a live stream because our podcasts were like never edited, and to this day, they're not really edited um, uh, unless I, <laughs> I get too carried away on sure. something. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I think in that way, the podcasting format I think just naturally draws people closer to you because they're seeing you in a, an extremely unedited uh, uh, presentation. Yeah. Mm. And did you guys kind of have that understanding of maybe podcasts is where we're going to bring people closer to us, like have that crew and then maybe that's cringe or love Island. That's where we find new people. I think for, for us, at least at the beginning, it was like, what's nice about podcasting is it it's like a consistent production schedule. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You know, it's not like with YouTube where we had to like wait for inspiration or to find like the perfect video to goof on or whatever which is always like a weird, stressful thing. And it's in the back of your mind. It's like, okay, what's the next one? Yeah. Whereas with a podcast, it was like, no, we go in the same day every week Mm -hmm. and we talk about, you know, whatever's going on. Yeah. And then it comes out a couple Mm -hmm. days later. It's, it's much like 
it's like easier on the mind as Definitely. a creative, like to, to count yeah. on a production schedule like that. Um, so I think that in the beginning, that's kind of what it was. And it was just like consistent consistency, like in all regards, like revenue wise, mm-hmm. um, like it's something that we could just like rely on. Yeah. Yeah. It's like for me too, with our podcast, like with the audio only versions of it, I feel like if I'm just present and I'm in a good mood, then it's like, that's what determines if it is good. Yeah. Like if we both show up ready to be there and excited to be there, which is, yeah. it's easy to do for a podcast. Whereas yeah. with a video, we sit down and record it in the back of your mind. You're like, was this even the right thing to choose? Yeah. Like, yeah. Is yeah. The, True. Have yeah. I thought about the title enough? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. you know, good point. There's a lot of pressure on, on a YouTube upload right now, especially yeah. I yeah. think in this climate yeah. and like the podcast audience, their expectation is like, they're going to hang out mm-hmm. with you guys, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's like so different from the expectation of someone clicking on a video right now when the video next to it is like, I exploded 10 bombs on an app. You know, you're yeah. like, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to head over here and yeah. see this. Yeah. This is way crazier than what, yeah. what you're yeah. doing. So yeah, it's, it's, it is our next YouTube video. Right. Yeah. Right. And we can't wait for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was actually, I was actually talking to two guys. I, I got the, uh, uh, big thanks to Waleed. He connected me with a couple of guys that he knows. And I finally got the cost on what it would take to blow up a car. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's been his like pipe dream. We, yeah. Are you looking so, for a car to blow up? Are you looking up? for a car to blow up? Uh, Do you have a car yeah, to blow up? Yes. We, we actually have a car to blow up and we were yeah. weirdly having a conversation. <laughs> yeah, we had that yesterday, conversation we like, yesterday. Should we just so, give it to someone to blow up? Let's make it happen. Are you for uh, real? Yeah, I mean. Okay, no. It's, is it it's, costly? It's super costly. How but what if you have it? the let's car? Get it, let's uh, get a sponsor. The car is like the negligible part. Okay. Yeah. The car, I mean, if you want to blow it up, yeah, it's... uh, We have a 1992 Mercedes. It's white. Beautiful car. It doesn't run, but we could get it to where you need it. (laughs) Damn. I almost... I'd rather take the money and refurb it. Then. Okay, all right. Yeah, that sounds like a sick car. That's actually yeah. an option It's a sick too. car. It's yeah, also yeah. an option. We're trying to yeah. shake this car. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah, we bought it on uh, Doug DeMauro's Cars and Bids. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like a YouTube, you know, yeah, yeah. Cars and Bids. Tell so, people about yeah, Doug yeah, DeMauro yeah. and so how we, he's doing all that stuff. Yeah, we do this series where we like review creators like businesses and their merchandise. And so we checked out Cars and Bids and we're like, let's buy a car. We bought a car and it showed up in like an hour. Damn. And it's a really dope car. But And it I, ran so well it, when we first got yeah, it. It was a dream. Like, but when I, it, I went on my honeymoon and didn't start it, and then it's just been dead since. And like, I, yeah, and like the interiors so are falling your solution off. And is like, to blow it up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We it broke that. down one time, <laughs> and you want to yeah. blow up the car. Well, well, like, that is, that is so LA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's gonna fucking blow it up. I think up. it's specifically like LA YouTuber. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. he was like, You think like Arak would want to yeah, blow it up? I literally yeah. turned like, him I was Yeah, like, maybe. I was like, You think Arak just want this car to blow That's it up? So like, funny. Maybe we just give it to him. We could take <laughs> it to the shop. That's actually. Nah, let's fucking no. blow it up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, it's, it's very LA, YouTube, LA YouTubers and. Uh, the people of the Midwest have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> Just blowing shit up. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, if you if you if you come around to that, if you're actually uh, interested, shoot us a note. Yeah, I would love to know more about this. And we car. would want to be there when you blow it up. Of course. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Yeah. We're not just gonna. Yeah. Not just gonna yeah. We're not gonna hire someone. We'll deliver the car. Most deaf. Um, I was gonna ask about uh, podcasting and comedy because it seems like comedians have like that's like what makes up a majority or like a lot of the podcasts, especially on Patreon, like that yeah. model seems to be yeah. what the comedian model is. Yeah. How does that impact? Like when you go on tour or like your guys material, when you have a constant flow of 
material that's going out in the podcast and on the YouTube channel, like how do you, how do you balance between what you're doing on stage or, you know, d- so, do you think about that at all? Yeah. I mean, the show we were doing was a, was like a prepared variety show right. and it just was kind of documenting like, you know, our own experiences, like from torn, it was a bit meta in that way. It was like kind of between like a couple life experiences, the experience of touring and then just like some music we had written. Yeah. Um, and the show I'm doing now is much more just straight stand up, um, like specific points of view I have on maybe more controversial things that things that <laughs> you could easily mince words like Got in it. a podcast over. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it's a, it's a very like um, calculated effort, I guess. Um, but yeah, I would say it definitely, it definitely affects things because the more I'm getting back into stand up, I'm actually craving pockets where, you know, not that we're like fucking, not that we're like the Kardashians or anything, sure. but if there's a certain demographic in the audience, I can reasonably expect that they are have some familiarity like with uh, like me or if Cody was in the room, they'd they'd be like, oh, you know. Yeah. And so, so lately, I've been kind of craving going to pockets where it, it's maybe a room of like forty year old dudes. And I'm like, all right, do these jokes craving, work? Just craving. Yeah. That. Yeah. So. Yeah, that but been craving forty year old dudes. Yeah, just a room full of forty year old dudes. I'm craving forty year old dudes. I love that you jumped to the Kardashians on that reference. Like, yeah, you know, not like, that we're the Kardashians. Yeah, like, we oh. are kind of the Kardashians of podcasting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how we're gonna yeah, tell it. Was nice. Yeah, yeah. I was curious about how you guys identify or think of yourselves. Of like, is it? Podcasters, comedians, YouTubers, like where, where do, do any of those terms? I connect? really like to use the term influencer. Yeah, <laughs> me too. That's what okay. I call myself. Yeah. 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 That's what I do when I DM like different businesses. And like, I'm an influencer. Can you send me yeah. some of this? Yes. You know, exactly. That's, that's actually how I pitch myself for a, like a 10 minute spot at the comedy store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How they love that though, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, a, I'm a decorated influencer. <laughs> decorated. And I listed my, um, all my experience with brands. Right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. um, that's right. I know comedy doesn't yeah. always make money. And I just want to show right. you that I've experienced making money. I I've can, worked with NordVPN, yeah, ExpressVPN, SurfVPN, all the VPNs. I can bring VPN dollars <laughs> to <laughs> the comedy store yes. if you just give me a chance. So, yeah, yeah it's been working out great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but do you like, do you guys connect with any of those? Like, are, is there one term that you're like, oh, I'm a... I'm a YouTuber. Or do you think it's contextual? Like people look at you and... Yeah, I like they, when people refer to me as like hot or sexy. <laughs> yeah. Multi-hyphenate geniuses. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Extremely attractive. Uh, very tall. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll, depending, it really depends. Yeah. Like if I'm talking to someone's like mom or like my mm-hmm. neighbor, they'll say, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a comedian. Got it. But I feel like conceptually it's just yeah, the easiest thing to understand. Yeah. And then if it's someone a little bit younger... Um, and I'll say, uh, I kind of do a handful of things. Um, I'll say, oh, I got a podcast. I do stand up, but I always hesitate to just blanket define. Sorry. No, that was good. Yeah. I like that. He's pissed. Yeah, he's yeah. pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Good. We're touching Get him something that room important. Forty year old dudes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nah, I'm always like, uh, I don't. I never know what to say to this day. I always hesitate with uh, YouTuber. Mm. Yeah. Like I'm even last night, someone asked me. I said, I have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm which is just something about me. It's not like a yeah. career. And then yeah. I have to go into a conversation. But for some reason, I can't say like, 
YouTuber. I think because I think YouTuber implies like slime videos and mm. you know it's got like a. I think it's it, that's it actually used to for sure, but now I feel like it's. It's yeah. more of like a real career now. Like people mm -hmm. yeah, understand sure. that that's not just making YouTube videos. I think it's everyone under 35. That gets that? Yeah. Yeah. Because if close. you... Yeah. yeah if you can close that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, easy with that same number. Yeah. <laughs> I feel if you tell anyone over that, I'm a YouTuber, they, they in their mind, it's still... Makeup tutorials. Yeah. And yeah. like vlogging yeah. and like, mm -hmm. what's up, guys? Like they yeah. still think it's what's up, guys. And it kind of is, but... It's not. Uh, it's less what's up, guys, though. Yeah. yeah. Fewer people what's up, guys, yeah. these days. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely fewer. Yeah. Or it's followed by something more absurd than it yeah. used to be. It's like, what's up, guys? Today we're recreating Squid Games. Sure. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. Today yeah. I spent $5 million creating this. Yes, set. exactly. Yeah. 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 Recreating a Netflix. Yeah. Global phenomenon. Yeah. 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 So when did like the, the prospect, you, you spoke about it a bit about this concept of testing formats and thinking about it as a network, but when did that, when did you guys actually say, Hey, you know what? We got this thing going, but let's, let's add more to it. Let's, let's not just be podcasters, YouTubers, entertainers, comedians. Let's be like entrepreneurs and media executives. I would yeah. say. So we hired That's a, <laughs> yeah, that's the term. That's, that's the term. Media, media executive. executive. Yeah. yeah. Damn, I'm going to start that, wearing a suit when I get on stage. Yeah. I can't wait till the customs guy asks me what I yeah. do. Because every yeah. time I come to the country, they go, what do you do? I'm a media yeah, executive. What do you baby. say now? I make YouTube videos. Yeah. You make YouTube yeah. videos. Yeah. And yeah. they go, really? About what? Like, honestly, some of the customs guys are like, legitimately like, oh, look you up. Oh, that's Yeah, yeah. I'll see if my kids know you. That's yeah. pretty yeah. sick, yeah. We can use some custom sick. guys to subscribe right now to help us. Sure. You know, sure. If you Dude, know any of those dudes, yeah. The Border executive. Patrol. Yeah. 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 Media executives, hard. That is. Yeah, that, that goes crazy. The next, <laughs> next, next, com the next spot I do at a club, and they're like, oh, what, what credits do you want me to stop? <laughs> Just say media executive. Yeah. Uh, coming to the stage, he's a media <laughs> executive. <laughs> Noel Miller. And I'll just go up in there in a fucking suit. Yeah. So we're thinking of this show. Yeah. yeah. What's so up, guys? I used to work for Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you why Quibi was actually good, and you guys are fucking morons, and you lost a good thing. It's just not comedy at yeah, all. Yeah. You're all fucking assholes. That's what I've learned. In my years of making billions, you're all idiots. Let me show you. We had a show with a woman with a golden hand. You threw that away. For what? TikTok? Go fuck yourselves. Um, yeah, media executive is dope. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of what you are, right? You got Now, like, you're not just making decisions about what you're going to make. Mm -hmm. You have to make decisions on what yeah. talent to bring on, what shows to bring on, what yeah. shows are going to resonate with the audience. There's people paying now for... Yeah, this service that they yeah. want, mm -hmm. you know, like content. You guys are curating that. Why? Yeah. Why even make that jump from just being creators who already have a ton going on? I, th I to think media it, executives. I think it's two things. I th well, the first thing, it again, it. Um, I think we always try to start with a place of just like what feels good, which is not a super sharp thing to say. But um, a friend of ours, um, Ben Khan, who's one of the hosts of the Trillionaire Mindset, him and his buddy Emil. Um, Twitter the, mindset on Spotify and YouTube and, and go subscribe to Studios. Those TV. guys are hilarious. Yeah. By the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, they um. So see, we, that's a media executive thing to do to like 
say thank you when I said those guys. Yeah. 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 You know what yeah. I mean? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's the media yeah. executive. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I created them. Finally, some of those guys exist because of me. Yeah. I literally made them. Um, I taught Ben everything he knows. After his dad died, that's when I stepped in. Okay. You know? Dark. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm not positive if that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, it is now. Yeah. No. Um, no, Ben, you know, he's great. <laughs> he's handsome. I knew what I was looking at when I sat him down on my couch. <laughs> no, he, he, uh, he'd been, we'd just talk about podcasting in general, and he w- would tell me a lot. I'm like, man, I really want to start one. I really want to start one. I don't know what to do, and this and that. I really want to do something finance-oriented. And then we were already talking about, well, what's kind of our first, whatever, our first step into a network. We've been talking about this for like three years. Yeah. And before it just seemed like a kind of like a pipe dream. It was like, uh, I don't, this doesn't really seem realistic, but remember that in our, like we had a meeting with, you know, our agency like three years ago. Yeah, we did. That big round round table Mm -hmm. meeting. And that was one of the things we brought up was like, we really want to start a network. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, we're both. I think we both are aligned in that we want to build something that's just bigger than ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think it. It's, it's only- also. I think it also the the fun part about bringing people on just and knowing what we know is Ben and Emil care way more about sort of like finance and world politics than we do, and we think it's just cool that we can create a place where you know people can kind of come to us for just like general humor if people want to drill down into their niches we can bit by bit offer people who actually really care about those things yeah um, i think that's the most important thing is that when people kind of dial into these shows they're really gaining something from it about something they care about yeah, yeah. it's also fun building a world and building a little mm-hmm. universe yeah. you know like it's like the people that we now you know sign and work with are like our friends and they're also people that we're fans of mm-hmm. like i've been close friends with Brooke and Connor for a while. I know that they're hilarious. Yeah. I've loved their TikToks for a long time. So it was really cool that, and Ben was one of my favorite TikToker or favorite Vine people of all time. So it's just cool that we can now, you know, bring those people in, mm-hmm. produce stuff for them, but then also watch it and yeah. enjoy it as an audience member. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like be on shows with them, like eight ball special, mm-hmm. the show we do with Ben. That's and how I like, found them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was through eight ball. Yeah, special. Like that's and, and like that so works. much fun to be on Yeah, yeah. because we're like, I think Ben and Emil are some of the funniest people. So just cool being on a show with them mm-hmm. and chatting with them. And I think the audience really resonates with that too. Like, yeah, they like the cross pollination or whatever. And it just, it's fun building, you know, something that's like living and breathing and has its own influence outside of just TMG. Yeah. It's I think now what's like interesting multiple is when things. Creators like maybe, maybe you guys have thought about this or not, but like you guys operate as this top of funnel, right? Like you're mm-hmm. this, this source of, for me, like as a fan of the show, you have so many different outlets where the, whether it's social or highlights where I can like see things that are happening. And yeah. on social, I saw the moment I was telling you yesterday that where Ben talks about those foot pics, he said, yeah, yeah. right? That's a hilarious moment. And <laughs> then mean, I was like, like, well, what is this? And then that's my entrance into this yeah. world you guys have mm-hmm. created with eight ball special. And then I'm like, well, those guys are funny. Yeah. Let me see what they're all about. And then yeah. it's like this, even the other way around, like I was a fan of Connor early on in the pandemic right. because mm. his TikToks were yeah. just so good and so yeah. funny. And then it was cool to see him become part of the network. Mm. And now I have an opportunity to watch and listen to him like long form. And yeah. Yeah. Clips. It's cool. It's cool to see like who you guys identify as people that you want to bring in. Yeah. And there's yeah. a stamp, right? That's like, you guys are going to bring in people that 
if we're fans of you that we we find funny too yeah we yeah. like like the way they present things and present the world yeah it's like a certain point of view yeah i think we want to keep it like that too you know mm. like we're at a point now where we can probably scale pretty quickly like our production pipeline is super well oiled mm-hmm. um and that's like you know big thanks to ryan for that but um so we're at a point now where we can like produce a ton of shows oh, right? i threw a shaka on yeah. the camera that was great <laughs> That was great. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're fired. Yeah. 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 You're fired. Never do that again. Yeah. Think media executive, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Think, yeah. yeah. But I think it, it's like, you know, it's an interesting challenge for us to keep it feeling bespoke. And yeah. like we're, we're putting a lot of thought into what we produce and who we sign because yeah. we do want it to feel like that. We want it to feel like, like a family, but like, you know, you can watch one show and immediately know that, you know, this it's if it's vetted by us that it's yeah entertaining. Did you look at any group for inspiration though? Because I feel like creator network is not that common. Like Rhett and Link do it, like Babish is we, starting to yeah. do it. But like three years ago when you're starting to talk about this, what what was the inspiration that you could do something like this? Or that you wanted to do it? Um it was kind of just it was pretty loose. We it was just more like it would be cool to do this. And we kind of just jumped off that cliff basically. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're both, you know, more entrepreneurial than we'd like to give ourselves credit for, at least than we used to give ourselves credit for. Yeah. But this has always been something that I think we wanted to do in the back of our mind. It's like, let's take what we've learned yeah. about doing this ourselves and, you know, try to see if we can build something bigger. Mm. Yeah. I think that's what's interesting is that this this whole career is like still being defined. But the people who have been in it for, you know, you guys have been doing this for seven years, you've had experiences that now when Connor and Brooke, you know, are in your network, you can kind of like mentor them in a, yeah. in a, in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Of yeah. like, hey, this is, these are some of the mistakes we made. Mm-hmm. This is some of the adversity we faced, but mm-hmm. we can we can carry you through that. I yeah. think for us, like we've been on YouTube in different forms for 10 years. Yeah. And I can't believe how slow some of the lessons are that we've had to learn, right? Yeah. Like you look back and you're like, oh man, like I wish I just knew that. And the people who are starting today, they're getting advice from people and they're jumping yeah. 10 years ahead. Is that like a big part of it? Like if you join the network, getting to interface yeah, I, with I you guys? I think we could probably, we could probably do a better job at like mentoring, but. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. No, but I think there is like, we, we definitely do apply our learnings to, to the network as well. The network yeah. and the shows that we produce. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, you know, where they start off when we start producing their shows is, you know, already light years ahead of where we started when we started. Yeah. Like it took us two years to get our first ad read. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, whereas like their their shows are monetizing right out the gate. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're, you know, they get traction right out of the gate. Um, For two guys with like a loose idea, what do you do next? Like what what was your path to saying like let's go from a loose idea to actually making tmg studios so i think we it started with building out um a production team that could kind of well oil or create a machine for our specific show so our show was kind of if you know we, we always relate things to code if you look at that as like the code base and then how can we replicate this over many shows so we first built up a team that was more or less working for what we were doing. Um, and then we actually, we actually brought in Ryan and Ryan can oversee the repetition of Got the it. system that we've created for our show yeah. to be done multiple times over. Um, so it, it, it all kind of 
tie, like it went kind of hand in hand at first, but it, in terms of concrete steps, it started with what do we need for our show to free up our mental resources to uh, build the, the rest of the infrastructure to um, do this many times over. Um, so then from there, it's really been about scale. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of the short of it. I remember when you guys shifted into this new set. Mm. <clears throat> I'm curious, like, what are some of the ingredients now with more team, a more produced set? Like, how do you keep that same dynamic of you guys, like, you know, holding mics in a hotel room? Yeah. Like, it, how, how is that? It's definitely, I mean, I think the, I think the, the tone <clears throat> and the vibe has kind of changed as, Naturally. it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think, like, as the production has gotten bigger and, and more involved, like the tone of the show has also changed a little bit. We're also the best show in space. So it's like, mm. yeah, exactly. That's, that's, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that's true. It's a that's, different, uh, it's a different. Also, you guys go so hard at your intros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. How does that We take those very seriously. Yeah. I, I watched I watch so those intros hard. and I'm like, they can't keep this up. Yeah. We had a run of like, a few months where like every cold open was like better than the last yeah. Yeah. substantially. So, yeah. and we had people commenting that like, they can't keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. How does this happen? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's a flowing ebb, but, um, yeah, uh, I think a lot of that is just cause that I think was kind of the goal is once we build out a team, um, we can, we can, uh, realize a lot of these sketches that we kind of just throw around yeah. verbally. Um, and simultaneously, I think something that helped along the way is I just have like a keen interest in just production in general. And yeah. I've like just burned a lot of my own cash on ideas that maybe didn't like go all the way or didn't really serve anything. But I, I would always do those just wanting to know more about yeah. production and just finding ways to expand that skill set. And I think that's played a lot into how we you know, uh, are able to do a lot of these things because yeah. um, that's kind of just where I think I, I really excel. So what are some of the new challenges with TMG studios versus just T when it was TMG? Like what's, what, how does your day to day impact it or even your mental space impacted <laughs> from like a, okay, now we have a whole set of new, you know, well, we have to figure out really clever ways to ignore Ryan. That's right. the first yeah. step. So now you got a guy who's like, there's like you an elephant in the room. Yeah. Yeah. As we asked. Yeah. Yeah, that's we a huge that. problem. Yeah. 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 <laughs> him putting meetings on our calendar and then us canceling them. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know? yeah. 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 RSVPing, no. Yeah. Yeah. But it is yeah. different. You have like someone here who's trying to build right. this business. And no, it is. It definitely is. Like, it definitely yeah. like, you know, the mindset now is not, all right, it's this is two guys making a show. How can we get this up every week and whatever? It's like, okay, we have 10 people on payroll. Mm -hmm. How do we make sure that the business is generating revenue and that yeah. we can scale it year, year over year? And yeah. so that there's proof that this thing is growing and, you know, moving in the direction that we want it to move. So it definitely is, you know, much more of a business now than it used to be, yeah. where it used to just be about our show. It's still, I mean, it still is about, you know, we're not ignoring our show or our production or anything, but, you know, a lot of, the, the work outside of the production of TMG is figuring out how to make the network successful. Yeah. Can, you, can you tell us about like the roles that TMG studio has? Like, you know, Ryan obviously is here. Like what is, 
Ryan do and what what, what exactly does Ryan do? What's this? Why is yeah. why is he? Yeah, where's Ryan do? Yeah. That's a great question. He's a media executive. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I ask though is because I feel like we see all these creators launch so many different things. Yeah, and it's easy to be like, wow, they're just they can do everything. Yeah, yeah I think well, this kind of ties into Samir's question about um, like day to day um, and like day to day headspace. So I think. Uh, so as far as the team, uh, Ryan's our executive producer, um, and then he oversees just a handful of different producers at uh, different levels. Um, now we're at the point where actually we have like production interns. Um, it's pretty cool because just last week we shot something for an uh, upcoming like Moment House show, and uh, it was really cool to bring someone in um, who doesn't really have a ton of production experience, and it this was a way we could like mentor someone where we can actually give them a unique production experience. And because we're not like some union show, um, we can light them on fire. No, uh, (laughs) they can have a very direct, like hands-on experience where we can say like, you know, go dump the memory from that, uh, you know, uh, dump the car from that camera. And also can you move this prop over here and can you slate this? And, um, they get to interact with a lot of small things, but, so I think we, so the, Ryan's our executive producer. Um, how many producers do we have now? We have three core producers. Yeah, we have three core producers that w- report into him. Uh, we have our studio manager who is in charge of all the gear. And that's getting crazy because now we've got like another B studio that we're setting up with different sets. And uh, so our studio manager is pretty tied down with that. Um, then our production interns kind of just float between things. Then we have our editing team. Um, and they do most of our editing. Some of it we outsource. Um, and I think that's the other part that kind of gets overlooked too. Like when creators start things is we have our core team, but then we do have a ton of like extensions of small agencies that we use or, you know, just random freelancers that we pull into projects. It, um, so the web gets very expansive very quickly. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. It does go very quick from like you in a room making videos mm-hmm. to like you got all these people showing up to an office. And yeah. I like that's something to do. Also, one thing I want to make a note of doing is like whenever I'm listening to somebody's story <laughs> and, you know, and how they built their business or whatever, I always appreciate like the honesty in terms of how they didn't know what they were doing yeah. Yeah. and what to hire for and everything. And they kind of figured it out as they went. Mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, something that we've experienced as well as in the beginning, like, when we first hired Kyle, that was our very first employee. And that was literally just like, okay, can you handle the editing and whatever? It's mm-hmm. like too much for us to do now. Yeah. And then Luke was next and it was like, it's because we needed more, you know, production well, help. Good Nate as well. For and Nate, our, sorry. Yeah. And Nate to edit. And, um, you know, if you just take little steps in solving what problems are mm-hmm. directly in front of you, but then just keep that, yeah. you know, you know, like that zoomed out vision of where you want to get to. I think that's the most important thing. And that's what we did. We never really, it wasn't a master plan where we at the very beginning of this sat down and we're like, okay, we want this crazy one day production pipeline where we use the same servers that Netflix has in their offices and we're dumping footage on there. And then all of our editors are editing from home, remote wired into (laughs) their computers in the studio, which is what it is now. Thanks to Ryan. Thanks to Ryan. This is something that we, you know, developed because we eventually were able to hire the right people because we just kept making little you know, steps towards that main goal of building a network and 
yeah. having this well-oiled machine. I also so, think if you're building something and you're, and you're bringing people on, I think it's good to caveat to those people, hey, I'm bringing you on to do this, but that definitely can change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something that people overlook is when you're, I think, building a business, you, you have specific needs in the moment, but I think you have to be open to the fact that um, you may not know what you need, actually, which is a weird yeah. mm-hmm. meta thing. Well, I think also as creators, we live in a world of like experimentation. Yeah, Right? Yeah. Where it's like, try this. It works for some time. Totally. Now yeah. there's something different. Yeah. Actually, this works better. Or take some part of this and do it over there. I like, mean, you guys' personal channels are like that right now. Like, mm. you look at the last two to three videos of each of you guys, and there's like new formats that we <laughs> haven't seen before, and you've been doing <laughs> yeah. it for a while. Yeah. I mean, that's, we've been kind of doing that like throughout, yeah, throughout our whole careers. Yeah. It's like, that's how we first started doing, you know, the That's Cringe and Love Island stuff is that that just was started with a text. I was like, hey, we should try this. This, this, this will be cool. Like, yeah. he found a, video of a blowjob robot yeah. and that was that the very yeah. first thing that we, we reacted to <laughs> yeah. and it was literally just like hey man we should sit down and I was like, I like yeah. <laughs> both of us were kind of like is this going to be weird yeah and it was super weird yeah but then yeah. you know look things got weirder so yeah, yeah exactly yeah. was that like uh, yeah was that surprising when that series that's cringe just kind of like it, it's so crazy off. because we didn't, I don't even think we ever viewed it as like a series. series. Yeah. yeah. It's only yeah. retrospective. Yeah. People yeah. Talk about yeah. It. yeah. It's yeah. funny to see like Sean Evans say like yeah. the hit series, that's the, cringe. Yeah. Like, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, it's, we're cool. Like, it's cool though that yeah. people are starting to group things like that together. Yeah. yeah. It yep. helps that you stopped though. Because once you stop, then people can really package it. Yeah. You know, if it's still that's ongoing, yeah, it yeah. can just yeah. feel like it's just videos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's you a know? good point. That's a good point. I do. I am. Yeah. I am proud of, kind of proud of the fact that we like stopped doing it. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. it is this nice little package it's thing just, now. It it's is like, where it it's is. It's a set of like 12 videos. I don't even know how many episodes we did. No, it's a lot, man. But, it's yeah. like 17 or like. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But still like. In aggregate, those probably also have over what? 150 million views together. Way more. Way more than yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's think, crazy. What's the official number? I think like a couple <laughs> of them have over a hundred mil at this point. No, I think the biggest one is 30. 30 mil? Yeah. No. What's the biggest one? I think it's the morning routine one. I thought oh, it yeah. was over. Yeah. I still, again, like the Mark McGrath one for me is, right. I'll probably attribute to yeah. 100,000 of those videos. <laughs> yeah, morning routine is 31 million. It's crazy. The U one is 23. Oh, so maybe it's not. Or, Jake Paul, 25. Yeah, so it's probably like 150 million in total. I thought it was a little bit more. I thought it was like 200, 200. for some reason. Yeah. That, I mean, that's that's really crazy. Yeah. And, and that... Oh, you know what it is? I'm getting confused because our agents bundle everything we do together, but they lead with that classic cringe. media. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Bundling and unbundling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. 150 is probably right. in that experimentation. Like of you guys mentioned, like like stopping that's cringe. Like how do you? How did you, did you, was that conscious of like oh, we're gonna try this and we're gonna stop this, but like stopping that specifically? Such a successful series like today you would think that if someone was making youtube videos it'd be like find the thing that works and mm. any media executive would order <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. To keep doing that <laughs> that's true yeah we as media executives <laughs> you, that's actually what tmg stands for the media executive guys. <laughs> <laughs> um i think we no i i at least me i'm you can tell by my YouTube channel, I fucking, I'm so guilty of self-sabotage. You know, I find mm-hmm. something that works and then I immediately fuck <laughs> yeah. myself over and yeah. do something that no one wants to see. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I personally get bored of things very quickly. 
And so that's cringe was working for us. But I remember telling Cody, I'm like, we can't just be two guys talking at a computer. We have to move on from this. Mm-hmm. And Cody was like, yeah, no, I, I, I can, Cody's I can like, see I that. I can talk at a computer for yeah. a long time, yeah. man. No, but I, I just, <laughs> meant, no, but I just meant like, as the two of us, I felt like that's cringe did so well that staying too long in it would have just, I don't know. I, I thought that would have started to work against us at some point. Yeah. It was so. also kind of natural. It was like, we were really focused on other things. Mm. I think we both like trying new things and yeah. pushing ourselves and learning, especially. So yeah. like at that point, the last ones came out like when we were on tour. Yeah. So we were really oh, focused on the mm-hmm. live show and, yeah. you know, going show by show, tweaking it, depending on what the audience laughed yeah. at, what it didn't, you know, that was taking up a lot of our mental real estate. So mm-hmm. yeah. was music starting to play a bigger role yeah. during that time? It was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we, yeah, we, music continued to kind of um, be a factor. And then um, and the pandemic hit and then, I think that's when when the pandemic hit out naturally everyone like re you know they kind of thought about things more and uh, like what what does the future look like and I think that was an easy moment for us to be like well probably not going to be like rapping about dicks for very long <laughs> so like maybe we should you know try some other things that present more of a challenge and something we can like really care about really mm. sink our teeth into yeah with your music, like I, I was talking to Cody about this, um, like some of the streams on Spotify of mm. your guys' music, yeah, are crazy. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure Walkman is almost gold. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's like 86 or 90 already. million yeah. streams, yeah. and like <laughs> Broke Bitch, uh, it's like 45, 47 million. Yeah. And I also put on that song. Yeah when I was doing some research for this podcast, <laughs> right? I've, I've heard that song, yeah. but I put it on, and I was like. How, how serious were you when you were making this song? Were you kind of like, did you, because that's like a <laughs> yeah. good song. Because it sounds like over time, like the emphasis on like the comedy being yeah. the main character yeah. started to maybe like, not that it went down, but like the quality of the music started it to. It was almost like you guys were flexing in this it. way of like, no, we could, act, like if we were, <laughs> yeah. it almost like teasing, It was almost like, awkward for everyone watching because yeah, everyone like, was like, this is like, just what? This is just yeah. good music. Yeah. Like yeah. if you actually wanted to do this, you could just do this. That's what we were going for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. awkward yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We really yeah. wanted an awkwardly yeah. good, yeah. awkwardly yeah. good yeah. song. Well, next yeah. to all the other music that comedians or just even YouTubers put on YouTube, it just it, well, it was even the same ca- yeah. category. Besides Josh Richards, though, his that's yeah, all, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, all that's true. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I think yeah. it's funny because when some people break down the music, it's really interesting to see what they're interpretations of it are like even hearing what you guys have to say is really interesting (laughs) because I guess the general theme here is that the things that we made, we never had these really deep thoughts about it. It's funny when I go on the road and um, even to this day, you know, I've had people ask like, what, what, like, what was your process? Like making music. And I'm like, it's very complicated. Um, someone makes a beat and then me and Cody look at each other and say, do you want to go first? (laughs) (laughs) And then one of us records and then the other one goes, yeah, that, that works. And then the other one records and then we're like, yeah, sick. And you know, a a lot of it is supported by the producers that we know. Um, just between like Spock and diamond pistols They're they're, they're always the ones to really make the music, like Mm. do something. Um, so yeah, I, I do feel it got to a point where it was getting just like a little too far away from comedy. And I'm like, 
Maybe it's a little too horny now. <laughs> <laughs> too horny. There, too I, horny. Think, I think for me, th- like Broke Bitch was the moment where I was like, this is a little too good. Mm. Like this song, I'm, I can casually listen to and sure. be like, I yeah. like this song. Yeah. And that's when it was like, I felt like there was an inflection point of like, yeah. are these guys just going to become like a music yeah, make yeah. good music? No, because like, there's uh, the music industry is the worst industry to be so a part of. Let's dig into that. So, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. Like, I want to, I want to hear yeah. about so, it because like, this is also like, actually interesting. Because you're bringing up Joji, right? Yeah, like, yeah. There are roadmaps where it's like, oh, okay, someone can be like a comedian, have funny videos on YouTube, and then go into music. Oh, yeah. they can Jack be successful. Black, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like Tim Heidecker does music yeah, now. Um, a lot of people do it, for sure, but. I think what's interesting is the business side and the money side of music. A lot of people hear that, you know, labels working with labels isn't like the best experience or whatever. But when we were independent, like, you know, and then it wasn't even a conscious decision. It was just like, okay, we're putting out music. Let's just do it on our own because we have a marketing platform built in. We can just make a video on YouTube. And like, we were making a lot of money. Yeah. Like from streams. Yeah. We're making a good chunk. Like, like, you know, I'm, I, I don't even, I won't put a number on it, but like it was, it was good. Like for an independent, you know, for artist project, an artist project. Yeah. Like it, it generated a significant amount of income. And then we signed with a label and we made zero money. But I mean, like that's, you know, that's no shade to the label or anything. Like I think just how how it works. That's how it works. Yeah. And and I think it makes sense for people that don't have that platform that we had worked so long to build already. We did it as kind of like a legitimacy thing. It was like yeah. we signed with a label and, you know, then we're on the same label that was... Um, Mike Posner. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You and Arista goes way back. Yeah, yeah. they're like a, f- yeah. you know, famous name. Um, so it was legitimacy, but also you get an advance. Was we get, that, was that we part of advance, it? How, but no. Could you explain, like, why does the money go down so significantly? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's theft. No, (laughs) Uh, the contract that they make you sign has a lot of built in things that you discover along the way. Got it. Um, Mostly it's, it's recoupment. That's, that's what really fucks you is that, um, you know, they give you this advance and it's money to fund your album, right? Yeah. They also take a long time to give you that as well. Got yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. interesting. I don't want to talk too much shit yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. Right. 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 Noel yeah. does though. So Noel, like yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I mean, like everyone that works at the label, like they yeah. were all really great and had the best intentions. We I also, like, and and like I said, it works for other people, right? Yeah. But I think for us, like we're we've always been so independent, we've always done everything by ourselves. Yeah. that that relationship just didn't really work as well for us. And it's also like the industry was changing so much. Like I don't know if uh, the record label would think like. The way you guys did that SeatGeek integration in one of your music videos? Yeah. That was crazy. But uh, we did that because otherwise that money would have came out of our uh, our recruitment. So yeah. like but you, that, they pay you a certain amount of money and then to like fund your album or whatever. But then you only receive royalty money after, after you've paid that back. Right. And then all the marketing fees on top of that. Right. Yeah. So they allot a certain amount of money towards music videos or whatever. But the rest, you have to pay that back. So right. you end up paying for everything. Yeah. Right. yeah, the label basically takes takes no risk, mm. which is how it's traditionally been. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact about Broke Bitch. Um, so <laughs> it was a crazy like sequence of events because basically we needed to finance it. So um, I pitched like, okay, what if we do this ad at the end and we can kind of tie it into a story? I'm like, oh, great. Simultaneously, um, I don't know. If I, I I think I can say this. Um, I pitched. Uh, uh, Key from Key and Peele 
directly to be like in the music video. Like I had a phone call with him um, and he was down, but then because we had the ad in it, it created like red tape because yep. he was committed yeah. to other things, which, yeah. So it was like a very surreal thing to be talking to Key yeah. and just hearing his voice and just be like, okay, yeah, I, I yeah. like this. And I'm like, whoa, this is fucked up. Yeah. And then, you know, unfortunately it didn't pan out, but you know, we just had a good video, but yeah, that whole And then we almost wild. had, yeah. we almost had Courtney Cox in the Daddy video for video. Daddy. Yeah. Really? Yes. We've almost had a lot of great cameos, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. never quite pulled through right. yeah, for pitched, the music videos yeah. at least. Yeah. For the podcast, I mean, we had yeah. some, we've had some pretty great guests. Yeah. I pitched John Cena for Daddy. Um, yeah. Didn't hear back from his agents, right. but <laughs> yeah. 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 I was curious about that like experimentation um, and when it comes to, I guess, early days, making a decision to try something and stop it and yeah. how maybe the, have those stakes increased now that you have <laughs> DMG Studios <laughs> or just like the, the stuff you guys have built. Like you, experimentation gets harder when you have overhead, right? And yeah. you have payroll and people or like a mortgage and you're like, yeah, well, I could experiment or I can just do the thing that works. I think we tend to do it on our individual channels yeah um we are working on some stuff though like and we but yeah but i i, I guess like it's a two-part answer so we are working on stuff between us mm -hmm. but because now we have to factor in the network and how that plays out like it's a much harder thing to pull the trigger on yeah we definitely have to have deeper conversations about okay how does this impact the money we also don't want to do anything that impacts our ability to support the other shows that we have we want to make sure they're taken care of so um, there's that aspect of it. And then, so I think it's easier sometimes when we individually are like, uh, I wonder if this will work and we can try like some version of it. Mm. And then we can almost like proof of concept, some idea, and then we can bring that to the network as well. So I, I think it, we have two avenues for that still. Got it. How do you guys, I, think, yeah, sorry, sorry. I was just going to say, I think we're also pretty good at like taking calculated risks. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like that's. Like just, you know, starting on Patreon is a good example. Um, like that allowed us to, you know, fund the podcast in the beginning and then get a studio and, and make those, you know, take risks with our content and stuff like that and try different things because we knew we had a little bit of a safety net in terms of, yeah. um, and we're good at doing that now. It's like, we're never going to stop, you know, the, the main moneymaker is the podcast, but as long as that's going, then we can mess around with Cody and Noel do's and try moment house shows and like really try to develop new formats. Yeah. Um, do you guys talk about, or do you have to talk about like how you're going to experiment personally? Are you always aware of that just in case you're like, you know what, actually I, I, that would have, that would be good if we do it on TMG. Um, yeah, not, not really. Cause I feel, I don't feel anything is really sacred anymore sure. unless you, you know, start some, extremely unique series to yourself. But I think if you're just throwing out general premises, I think it doesn't matter because um, I did like this entire game show that no one gave a shit about. And <laughs> it's fine because we just repurposed a lot I of thought the, that was funny. Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it. I remember it. that. That was great. It was like Thank well you. produced. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, from in doing that, it was dope because I learned so much and then I was able to just say, oh, we could repurpose this aspect for Army, yeah. like a Cody Noel do or mm -hmm. oh let's let's do this concept and I know it'll work because I we worked on these things peripherally and we can adapt it into that so 
when it comes to like the stuff we do together, it's always going to be unique because it's just us two. Yeah. You know, even if Cody does some video concept by himself, if he does it with me, it's automatically different. So Fair. yeah, I don't think that anything is like super off limits or it's, it's never a situation of like, ah, you fucked it. You, if, yeah. if we just did it together instead of by yourself, mm. it, you know, it would have worked mm. better. It, it doesn't matter. Was there ever a point working together where you guys felt like your identity was so wrapped up in the two of you working together? It's too late for that. It's too late. <laughs> like, like, did you make? Because, like, I feel like for us, it's that way, hundred percent. Yeah. Not too late. Like, our our yeah. brand is not. I a, think it's, it's our names yeah, yeah, specifically. Yeah. You know, we definitely, we definitely. I think we, we're at that point to a certain extent where mm. certain people only know the stuff that we do together yeah. and mm -hmm. you know forever we'll get comments on our individual channels that is like where's the other guy yeah, yeah. 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 The other always guy. like compare yeah. us yeah. and all that yeah. shit but like we're also like pretty careful in maintaining our own individual stuff yeah. because it's like a sanity thing it's yeah. like yeah. we're both creatives so like if we don't have a, a, a you know a medium outside of TMG yeah. to experiment and work on our own stuff yeah. I think we'd both go insane yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think you, it, that's a weird thing when that people don't, I think, really see is that when you do a lot of work with a, like a creative partner, er, like every aspect of the business, if it's doing well, starts to squeeze you two together into everything. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. you know, then before you know it, like every brand wants you to only work together yeah. and everyone's only pitching you to work together. And you go insane because you you have to have your own sense of self like that mm. is super crucial i mean that's just like a, a basic thing in life you know you, you you need time to yourself and i think the same holds true for your work so yeah yeah i think i think it comes across with you guys too which i i really respect and think um like noel your short film oh mm -hmm. thanks man you know like flipping that on on youtube and you're just like Whoa! This is a total. This is just a creative <laughs> yeah. expression. That's oh, yeah. completely it's interesting. Like you say you you openly like sabotage yourself yeah. on yeah. YouTube in a in a potentially YouTube algorithmic yeah. sense. Yeah. But from an artistic perspective, it's really enjoyable to watch your channel and see a new format that's comedic and then a music video for a new song. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like it actually so. is. I think it is interesting whether the platform rewards it or not. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't. It does. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah. I can confirm that too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but we like weird but we terrified of experimentation yeah, yeah. we you appreciate know? it yeah, so i would yeah, say like yeah. we we are it's like a scary thing to experiment yeah because especially when you build a business around something that it's like working yeah uh and i was curious cody you talked about that a bit around well mainly around like some of the challenges of creating youtube videos and maybe feeling uninspired or not as inspired to me yeah I don't want to put words in your mouth here, but yeah, I think yeah, it was on your like second this. channel. You were like yeah. responding or one to one of your streams. Are you saying my videos are <laughs> uninspired? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, yeah, I know. It's definitely something that I've been feeling lately. I think like we both go through those definitely zones where it's just like this whole world is up and down and up and down, mm -hmm. you know, and there's some moments where it's just like, fuck, I just, everything I do feels dry. It feels like it doesn't have soul or purpose. And I think I, I'm a big fan of like momentum and yeah. when it feels like something's working that really excites me, like, like that I like it, but also other people like it. And, you know, for a while I just like, wasn't finding that. And that's those moments where you have to sit back and just reevaluate and be like, well, it's just cause I'm doing the, I'm doing the same thing and expecting different results. Right. It's like, but that's also what YouTube, like you're expecting a different emotional result, but like, 
from but as an audience member, it's like I I can only watch someone do one thing for yeah. so long, mm-hmm. and that's like four years. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's the period where it's like okay if this guy doesn't grow or yeah. evolve to the next thing or find something else, like I'm going to fizzle out as an audience member, yeah. which you see happen all the time. And I think that's one of the reasons why we've been able to like, you know, survive this long in this industry is because we keep trying new things and we yeah. keep mm-hmm. evolving and, and learning and trying to better ourselves as, you know, creators. How much of what's happening on YouTube at large affects the decisions you guys make like in your personal content on TMG. We were talking yesterday again about it, it's hard when you look at YouTube and someone who's brand new will upload a video that's like, I traveled to every country in the world and that's their first video. We like, definitely talk about it. Yeah. We talk about it a lot. Cause like we're, you know, we're having these conversations, like I said, uh, amongst ourselves about, you know, new formats for TMG and experimentation. And, and then we're, but we're like, what the fuck do we do? Because, <laughs> all of a sudden this, I see this video from this kid and it's like, I went to every Gordon Ramsay restaurant in the world. <laughs> this is like his fourth YouTube video ever. Yeah, he must we, have spent 50 grand on it. And then he edits, he edits it down to like four minutes. Yeah. yeah. Like how the fuck are we supposed to compete with that when that's right. the new bar of success on YouTube? Well, yeah. Blow so, up our car, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We have to answer. Yeah. We have to answer. 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 Everyone is speed running their YouTube career. Mm. So (laughs) they're doing these really intense concepts right away. And you can only visit so many restaurants all over the world so many times. Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. But I do think there is something to be said about how the algorithm is motivating absurdity. You Mm -hmm. know, now before it used to be like, look at this goofy a movie that I saw. Now it's like, I watched every movie from this director, <laughs> yeah. you know, now, you know, yeah. and the thumbnail is like someone's eyes. Yeah. Open yeah. Metal. I, and I don't Good think thumbnail. it's the necessarily sort of interrupt, but I don't think it's necessarily the algorithm's fault. Is that? No, it's, it's just not. because people, there's so much shit that that's people what people have seen are everything like, now. Oh wow. Yeah. This is something new. Yeah. 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 People have seen everything. So that's where, yeah, I think, I think it comes down to doing crazy shit. Like, that's really all that's left. Like some of the ideas I've come up with for us, <laughs> the two of them are like, oh, how the fuck do we pay <laughs> yeah. for that? I'm like, yeah. if we find a way. Yeah. No. Cause it, yeah. What? It's really funny. I'm just, I just have to say, guys, I said blow up a cart. I didn't even say it. Yeah. Cody said it twice now. Right. And the, the way they smiled, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. And again, like this is serendipitous that we have a car for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. Yeah. yeah. I think we manifested this moment. Yeah, I, think, I think this is <laughs> this leading is up to here. this moment. I think the biggest key to our career is actually this book called The Secret. I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> we just manifested yeah. being a media executive. Right, right. right. That's all we did. Nah, um, yeah. But you know what? One genre that feels like it's still kind of holding strong or like a lot of it has been... Um, like it's not as crazy is the commentary genre or like mm, the react mm-hmm. genre, like guys like Drew Gooden or Jarvis Johnson. Like yeah. 
there's something, especially with Drew, it's like, for me, I find it so enjoyable to just sit and listen to his like kind of intellectual analysis sure. of something. But even his videos I, have I, gotten a little bit crazier. Like when he's buying every ad on yeah. Instagram yeah, that's and waiting true. a that's, month that's the to film. That's, that's, true. Like yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a, you know, compared it's not a simple sitting, idea. Yeah, compared to sitting at a computer and reacting to something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not, that's not lightweight. It's yeah. like you can tell how much effort he put into that and money too. Like he's buying these blue, things. You know what? For the ninja, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, I, I would say they're they also are getting kind of pushed into absurdity un, yeah. unintentionally. I just think everything on YouTube is going that direction. So yeah. I think it's going to be very interesting to see where things go even with even with tiktok i think it's funny that there's this youth that's speed running all of the mm, especially with tiktok yeah, yeah all the styles of content yeah you know that that to me is the same as like when neo laid back and like they like plugged yeah. in the chip yeah, in his yeah. head and they're like and he goes now i know kung fu yeah. that's mm -hmm. what these kids are doing like they're yeah. laying down at night like watching tiktok and then just rolling their eyes in their head <laughs> they're getting like decades of sketch comedy <laughs> yeah. injected in their brain <laughs> over 12 months yeah and then plus like vlogging plus yeah, everything yeah, yeah everything. food tutorials like yeah. everything they're they are getting way too much internet in such a short period mm. of time. So I'm always curious to see where these people net out in yeah. like two or three years. I always wonder just what it will do to society when like you're in high school and you've consumed so much about like entrepreneurialism, about going to college. Like mm -hmm. how do you even go to college when you've like, you feel like you've lived it all. Yeah. Like you've seen everything. Yeah. It's like it's DMT. That's all that's left. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a it's a weird future that we're about to live in. Um, I think even even your guys' videos are like obviously they've progressed significantly from you guys sitting and, and watching stuff. Like yeah. the edits are complex, mm -hmm. the concepts are complex. You're like yeah. the out of touch concept. It's <laughs> yeah. really funny. Oh, yeah, you're next good, for that, by the way. That what? was a that was a really funny concept. Uh, oh, that was great. Yeah, Thanks I like that one. Yeah. That's a yeah. really good because we get to play along too, yeah, right? Like I got to play along with, well. with you. Yeah. That yeah. was really fun. Oh, and thanks, man. Yeah, your, yeah. Your edits are incredibly complex. Like the way you did. You watch the ukulele video that I did. Yes. Okay, yeah. So that yeah. was like my first like venture into this world of like, okay, I'm gonna try an idea that's bigger than just me sitting at a desk. Like I gotta like set a goal and try something, but I don't want to spend twenty thousand dollars on it. Um, so yeah, we're definitely, no dude, spending 20 K for a hundred, hundred thousand views. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels awesome. <laughs> you should do it sometime. It's really fulfilling. It's really rewarding. It's rewarding. Yeah. And then to have someone comment, LOL, look at this guy fucking complaining. <laughs> well, how hard is it? This guy acts like it costs so much. Exactly. Yeah. Love that. Go, continue. Continue. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. The best is also when YouTube like doubles down on it. They give you a ten out of ten, and then yeah. there's like a line yeah. of copy that's like your viewers have no interest. Yeah. In this. You yeah. should try your regular it. viewers. Oh, yeah. They yeah. just yeah. yeah. They yeah. squeeze yeah. lemon on the wound. Yeah. 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 Like, Thanks, Greg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have yeah. you considered being more interesting? Yeah. 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 Or maybe quit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think YouTube's for you yeah. actually. Yeah. It's like a, five, ten out of tens like in a an, row, dude. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, three man. ten out of tens. I should have like a resume builder that pops up. <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. Fill one of these out yeah, and yeah. try and maybe we get a job. We saw we dug up your old LinkedIn profile <laughs> and we scouted some careers that might maybe be. You should do a video where you look for new jobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I was curious, Cody. This is just personal curiosity. Like what's on the cutting room floor of some of your commentary videos? Like, cause you're solo in the room reacting to something, right? Yeah. So like, 
Are there a ton of no, I have a team. That, okay. <laughs> yeah. like right behind the monitor. There's like <laughs> yeah. nine people yeah. sitting there. Yeah. Like, Try this. this. Yeah. Earpieces yeah. yeah. <laughs> and everything. But, like, how is that experience of just being alone, like, versus, you know, when you and Noel are riffing off each other, it's completely different than yeah. having to, for each of you guys. Alone sucks. Like, doing it alone. Yeah. Sorry. I don't, I don't, I don't know how you make it. You and like yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. I, I like it. I don't know. I'm, I'm maybe it's just because I've done it now for whatever it's been like seven years or whatever. Yeah. Um, like I remember when I started, it was super uncomfortable and awkward yeah. or whatever, but I really like it now. Like, it's, just like, it's easier to be myself because I'm not like worried about fucking up a word Is your and having to take something again. Your editor, your editor gets just the raw footage. Yeah. He's seen He's seen, he's seen, seen it all. Shit. Like that's yeah. that's the question. Is like I'm all, whenever I watch your videos, I'm like, what's not making? Like, what are the bits you're trying? And then are you like talking to him? Or are you like, hey man, if that yeah. didn't work, then yeah, 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 I talk to him all okay, the time. Okay, you talk to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, our, hey man, how's life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our editors are entitled to some like therapy compensation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Editors for Do you YouTubers talk to yours in the video. Uh, Noah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all you're the like, time. no, this would be funny if we did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they know you better than a ton of people. Or what I really, yeah, what I really love doing is going a direction for 20 minutes and then 20 minutes into a 50 minute <laughs> video of raw footage, I go, ah, nah, just scrub it all. <laughs> I do that same shit. Let's start over. Yeah. Or, or when you're like. You ever do this where you like think of a joke you forgot to make? Yep. So like you make it and then you're like, yo, can you put that yeah. 30 minutes ago? Yeah. And yeah. I know James is sitting there like, what the fuck? I'm going to find where the... Yeah. 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 All the time. <laughs> do you think that um, like back to TMG Studios, like podcasting is a format mm. for you guys investing in like not not suggesting building like a, uh, a network of YouTube creators, but building a network of, of podcasts and, and yeah. podcasters. Has, has that held a little, is that held a little bit more sacred than like the pace at which things are moving on YouTube and in social versus like Joe Rogan's been podcasting for how many years? Like, is that, is it a more stable creative environment that audiences are like, yeah, this yeah. is a podcast. Yeah, like, I think so. Yeah, I think this is something that again, like we weren't super intentional about in the beginning. It was like a podcast is working for us. Got it. It's really lucrative. So it would make sense for the for the first thing that the people do that we sign is to do a podcast because we know the it. world so well. Yeah, we already have these relationships where we can monetize it, so this makes sense, right? Yeah. But now we're in this interesting place where it's like, you know, we're really good at making video podcasts. Yeah, it is. It is somewhere where it feels like YouTube is moving more in that direction. Like yeah. you just see these sure. hour mm -hmm. long live streams from people where it's just a full on show. It yeah. seems yeah. like more and more of those are coming out, and people enjoy watching those longer form video, just mm -hmm. unscripted. But now we're in an interesting place where like, if that's the first move that we make and they're building an audience on their own, then they can start to do kind of whatever, like sure. more short form YouTube videos, um, you know, sketches if they want and we'll yeah. produce them. Yeah. So I think like that's kind of an interesting future that we're sort of looking towards is, is yeah, we're signing podcasters, but we're really signing creatives Talent. who really yeah. believe in and then just giving them a platform to do whatever they want. Yeah. Outside of a podcast, you know, but are you guys, are you guys open to talking about like the terms of a deal when you bring a new creator in? I always think it's interesting when like creators build a network because they have the perspective of what it would be like if they went in themselves I, I or mean, at least things that are important. It's tough to go into like a super niche detail. The thing is we actually kind of extrapolate parts of that to other people because we want to maintain the yeah, like creative relationship mm -hmm. with the people there. Um, so we, uh, some of those conversations we do leave 
between like their people sure. and our yep. people kind yeah. of thing. I think the only thing we try to do is um, we, we do have aspects of the contracts that, or the agreements that we help build. And we're really keen on just making people happy. Um, yeah. We, because we, we, we've been on the other end where yeah. people offer mm -hmm. us that some piece of yeah. shit deal. And we're like, it's like, fuck you, man. Like, you yeah. don't even respect like what, like, me as a person building up what I've built and then bringing it to you, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not bringing it to you for you to just fucking cannibalize it and like ruin me. So yeah, that's kind of been our motivation with like trying to, you know, build sets and create like a visual aspect that feels very, mm -hmm. you know, like, Oh, when you come here to do your show, we like, we care and mm -hmm. there's going to be energy put into that. I think that's like the most important part of this next chapter of networks and, and media companies is that, you guys have spent years and are continuing to spend years making the stuff. Like yeah. it's highly unlikely that some of these, the exec media executives at Quibi made short form content. No. So that like, even like executives at YouTube, they don't make YouTube videos. Yeah. Right. So a lot of people who like when they were making decisions on YouTube originals, like, yeah, they're just kind of, they didn't know what works on YouTube because yeah. they never felt what it's like to very true. film themselves and put it out. Like they don't That's know that true. experience. And so yeah. I think that the empathy from a creative, yeah. like for me, if we're going to sign with, with anyone, like I want it, like when we got to sit down with Rhett and Link, you hear from them and you're like, oh, you know what this is like. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. You, you know way more what this is like than we know, you know, like you've, you've, you've done this. And I think that's a lot of the value when you look at young creators looking at TMG. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah. well, they know, they know what I feel like. They know what it's like to press upload or to, you know, yeah, mm -hmm. there's that. Make something. And like, we also are really, really keen on, because, you know, not, not, it's not to shade anybody, but we see other podcast networks and their whole racket, which is get as many people in here and pump them all through the same studio yeah. and mm -hmm. let's see what sticks. And I just think that's such a diss to the people who have built up what they've yeah. built mm -hmm. and you're just forcing them to, you know, oh yeah, create this thing that you love um, in this extremely sanitized uh, vanilla space that you can't affect your own. No, yeah. no, this is great. Oh, okay, all right. No, yeah, this is great. Like, oh, no, no, no. Kind of vanilla in here. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, this is like... I know there's not enough on the walls. Yeah. No, no. I mean it more like just sticking yeah. creators like onto like a table or yeah, like two yeah. chairs of the television. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, just throw your logo up there. It's right. fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I think we... Like it's an assembly line. It's like, all right, yeah. next one in. Yeah, I like that you call it yeah. racket. They, like, they lease one space. I haven't space. heard that term in yeah. a long time. Yeah, racket. Maybe yeah. since like, a, a gangster term. movie from That's the my movies. favorite yeah. new word. I love like, the yeah. idea of yeah. podcast network racket. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. Everybody's a racket. So I think, no, I mean, I'm a very, I'm a very, I tend to be very jaded about things. So I do think you guys have brought this visual nature to podcasts. And I know that's like a, a part of a movement, but like you guys specifically, like we mentioned your cold opens. Mm. Like I, I often, I'm a podcast listener. Yeah. There was an episode from you guys I was listening to where you talked about Dana White's fucking Fridays. Yeah, yeah. And I was like kind of chuckling along with it. But then I was like, I gotta, yeah, I gotta, gotta find see. this exact yeah. moment. And yeah. I put it up on YouTube and I, I died. <laughs> I showed it to my oh, wife yeah. and she didn't really get it. Yeah. She's like, oh, he ate a hot, he ate a hot mozzarella stick. That's no, funny. No, look at the, I was like, no, look, it's, look at the way his mouth is moving. Yeah. It's the nuance. Yeah. Like, look at how and red his face yeah. is. Look at how <laughs> huge his head is. And it's Dana White. Like yeah. there's like so much to it. Apparently Dana White has, um, heard me mimicking him saying like, this tastes like a Care Bears pussy. Uh -huh. And apparently he laughed his ass off. So oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. That's positive. Right? Yeah. yeah. Dana. That's
Come on. Yeah. Bucket Friday time. Yeah. With the boys. With the boys? Give, give me two hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars for my birthday. Did you see <laughs> that? Yeah. Do you think that was I got a question. Do you think that was I've been doing a lot of thinking about that moment. Yeah. Do you think that was a little bit of like maybe that was part of their like the yeah. next fees for marketing no, and it was I, just no. like no, no. you think that's yeah. cold hard just people like cash. That. Mm. Yep, I think they that's give just away the money thing like that, that happens. Wow. I, I th think so. I think they can do that because the two of them are working close together on other things. That's what I mean. Like, is that like he's like this is an expense of the UFC and this goes into Nelk, or is this like Dana to Kyle? I, I think I it's think like, like listen, like, you have a business relationship where both this is like going to be fruitful for the both of us. So here's like a gesture. What are the in, tax in, implications of that type of <laughs> gift? It's a gift. I would love to find out. Yeah, I, don't I would know. love to receive 250k yeah. as a gift, and you know, find well, go through those. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Thanks for coming on. Here, here's a car go. you can blow Damn. up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow, that was a crazy thing, man. I think you guys see they got Elon Musk on their show. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, they probably paid him. I think you think so? Yeah, I, I've I've heard a handful of rumors now about podcast guest fees. And we were talking about that yeah. yesterday. Yeah. That like people are paying like it's features on uh, yeah. on, on a hip hop song, yeah. right? Are we yeah. not getting paid for this? Talk to Mazak. Ask Joel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Again, Have that's Joel, Joel Park. Yeah. There's a TikTok <laughs> channel. There's a TikTok channel. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when you zoom out, like you mentioned that, you know, some of your day to day and the problems you're facing, you're trying to solve the problem in front of you, but trying to have that, that zoomed out vision on where you're headed. Mm. Where, what is that? Like, what is the zoomed out vision on where TMG Studios is headed? Um, I think, I think we, I think ultimately it's, it's tough to say because we're still experimenting, but I yeah. think uh, the, the ideal goal is that we have a roster of people that, um, are just providing like really good entertainment and the, the money that people are paying, they feel it, it's, it, the exchange is, yeah. is worth, I think. And we want to enable them to, to like, yeah, you know, reach their full potential yeah and and do more like we can bring people on as podcasters but if out of that they say hey you know is it possible to get some funding for this type of content or you know we want to try these different avenues we want to be in a position where we can green light stuff like that mm. and just build like a nice ecosystem of just you know just creative people i think that's but that's even like one to two years you yeah know, i think we're on our way to doing that yeah. Hopefully, I think five to 10 years is like, it would be really cool for us to be running, you know, a bigger scale media company mm. where we're, you know, buying the rights to movies and making, yeah. making those. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, yeah. You know, it's not just podcasts. Mm -hmm. I think podcasts are a really great starting point. And yeah. I think we're going to take that really seriously yeah. for as long as we can. But I would love to scale outside mm. of that niche and, yeah. you know, yeah. It would be cool to run like a full scale media company. Does that align with you guys creatively too? Like as TMG yeah. movies, things like that. Yeah, like going yeah. Past, like obviously, yeah. there's been music. We're there's working been tours. on some stuff right now. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 That's definitely. in that same vein. So. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, because I was curious about like, okay, you bring on another show. Like, you guys are working really well as like you've you've built this model where you have a Patreon, but you guys actually like custom built this site. And I when it launched, to be honest, I was like taking it back by it. Well, it's like, well, shout out fourth wall. Fourth fourth wall. wall. Yeah. 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 That yeah. Was the company Those guys are really us, but yeah, impressive. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're amazing. Like, yeah. Yeah. uh, when they reached out, you know, immediately the relationship right off the bat was just like, I don't know. They were like, just so generous. Yeah. Like they're like, Hey, we, you know, 
and again, it was like, it was like a creator first sort of mindset yeah. where he was like, I've, I know, you know, what you're looking for and we will build this site for you. Um, you know, all you need to do is try to convert some people. And we were like, absolutely. We'll, yeah. we'll do yeah. that because like, it makes sense. Like it would just align with our vision. Like we wanted to end up in a place where we had multiple shows on one, one platform. Roof. Yeah. We could have done that on Patreon, but you know, it wouldn't have been branded. Yeah. yeah. I think and that's it, the it main thing. Right? To, like, that's the main get down thing. the weeds and create features that, TMGstudios.tv listeners really want. Yeah. And yeah. also me, the best part about your new site is that you don't know fourth wall was involved. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that yeah. to me as a fan of you guys, I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm in my own space with you guys. Yeah. And, and, and to be space. fair, they, they pretty much are because fourth wall is just kind of supplying like a code base. But like at the end of the day, we, we have so much control over like, Hey, can we add this feature? And yeah. Hey, can we enable this for people when they comment? And it's a very, you know, it's a great relationship because we get to give them good ideas. They get to give us good ideas. So in that way, uh, I'm sure what we're developing for us isn't one-to-one -one with other people. Yeah. And so it, it does end up feeling like this very personalized experience, which is really dope. It's cool. Yeah. Is the, and that uh, was tmgstudios.tv is the URL, <laughs> yeah, by the way, right. if you want to check what it was out. That, or, what was that TikTok? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was Joel Park. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. That gets me every time. Yeah. <laughs> is the, uh, is the immediate like next step for TMG more shows or is it like more creative with the current cast of, of characters in the current world? Yeah. Porn. It, yeah. <laughs> That's the next step. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Should we stop there? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it, it's, it's a mixture. I do, you know, not, not cause I sleep next to her, but I do have to quickly shout out my fiance, Alina. She's, she's helped us at many stages, like kind of, um, you know, directly kind of through me or like in meetings with us, she'll kind of throw ideas out. She's been uh, really helpful in the way of like, um, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll sit there and I'll go, fuck me and Cody, like need like a new type of concept. She has like a lot of production experience. Mm -hmm. Like uh, she used to produce for Apple. And so she's been really helpful in the way of like, Oh, if you guys want to try this, I will produce it for you. Um, it. And so that has been greatly helpful in figuring out, okay, what things do we do next? Like the thing we shot last week, I'm really stoked on that. I do, can we talk about yeah, it? Yeah, let's just talk about it. Let's do I mean, it. We're going to, yeah. it's going to be, so we're like, we're going to do a moment house show and we essentially, <laughs> she helped like produce a, a fucking mashup of like survivor, the challenge. And um, what else would it be? It'd be like a little bit of a, it's it's mostly those two. Man, but like, I love the challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, she she yeah. produced an original show that you're Basically, saying is like a mix of these things. Yeah, because we with like contestants. Kind of, because what it started with is uh, Cody and I were like, we we want to chew on something different, but we don't. We want to do it our way. And you know, so I, I was talking with her, and she was like, "Well, you know, people like it when you guys interact, like, but they like it when you compete. Clearly, because of all the Cody and Well do stuff we do." And then she was like, uh, what if you did like a weird like challenge mashup? Because we watch a lot of the challenge mm -hmm. as well. I'm like, oh, fucking, I know me and Cody would love that shit. Just because we're naturally a little bit competitive. Yeah. You know, we're a little bit, yeah, we try to be athletic. And then, uh, I mean, this guy, 12 years sure. experience. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to shit on his, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is an Olympian right yeah, here, yeah. dude. Right. But An Olympic hopeful. Yeah, 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 Olympic yeah, hopeful, yeah, sorry. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, hopefully the Olympics will realize what they fucking <laughs> missed out on. Exactly. But see, yeah, so we shot that out last week, and it was, I mean, that's some of the most fun we've had shooting in a minute, and yeah. it fully opened up this world where we were kind of like, dude, we could go 2v2 against other people. 
Um, we can make this a total shootout where it's me, Cody, and then four other people competing all against each other. I mean, there's so many ways you could slice it. And we did it all in our own studio. That's cool. And mm. it, go ahead. I was going to say, that's what's great about these moments of like kind of dry, like, oh, what's next? What's next? Is that mm-hmm. it leads to these yeah. moments where yeah. it's like, oh, fuck. It's like the ideas are you know, running yeah. through your head yeah. and it's like, yeah. we could, we should do five of these just us, but then we should also have other YouTubers in on this and this could become this whole other thing. It's like, yeah. you know, that's, I love moments like that where, yeah. you know, you're in a ebb and then all of a sudden you reach this flow state. Yeah. So I think that's like, in terms of next steps, I think that's really what dictates our next steps is we kind of draw on the resources around us. Mm. We like, we kind of start with our gut and we say, mm, this is getting stale or we need to, you know, hey, we, we kind of need to refresh this idea that we've done in the past. Like Cody Noel do is we love, but we're like, maybe people want to see another version of us fucking around. That's, yeah. mm-hmm. that's kind of where it all stems from. That's cringe is us fucking around. Cody Noel do's is completely us. Like, you know, we're being told how to work out and we're not listening or we're pretending <laughs> yeah, to break yeah. our fucking ankles, whatever. And then this now can be us like fucking with each other, but it's still entertaining. Um, Eventually, host your own version of Love Island. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, don't get me started. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> too much. Yeah. Oh, easy. Yeah, don't too get me. Much. Yeah. No, no, no. They just don't. Just we've we had a bit back in the day. We wanted to call it the Influencer Peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, stick okay. a bunch of them on it. But whatever. <laughs> but I think that's how we kind of you know that is how we dictate next steps because now that we have this great new concept that we can work on and build on, now we can say okay let's we can build this into this show and then it does well there okay maybe let's extrapolate it or or expand it and make it larger now we do it with you know other uh youtubers or whoever try to maybe draw some celebrity talent into it um and make it bigger than us um i think it it i think a general theme is that everything we work on now is i think we see a little bit more into the future so unlike with that's cringe we're kind of like oh let's just make a video yeah I think now we do think more in the in the realm of like, okay, if we do this, is it repeatable? Yeah. And, and how expansive can we make it? Sounds like you're thinking like uh, a media, uh, media. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I said I said this earlier. It's hard being me. Yeah, <laughs> Emmy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Media, yeah. yeah. Right. media executive. Yeah, Emmy. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. It's an yeah. Yeah. I was kind of thinking of one. Smegma, small media <laughs> executive guys, <laughs> associates making, yeah, making associates. a history. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Damn, no it. one's gonna come see me do stand up. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was ass. Someone had to finish it yeah. off. Though, you know? <laughs> People are refunding their tickets as we as we speak, man. God damn. I feel like this podcast was just like you guys. Going through a self discovery of recognizing you are now media executive. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Damn. I'm definitely. <laughs> I gotta buy a suit yeah. now. Yeah. I'm definitely like reluctant to admit it sometimes. Yeah. You know, and I think it's funny. Alina will have to tell me. She's like, You and Cody are like doing a lot. And I'm like, nah, It's whatever. Yeah. But yeah. No, nah, we're just, it's fine. Yeah. Mm. yeah. We just wanna make great stuff, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And we wanna put people on like it feels good that like you know ben and emil and connor brooke have this amazing platform now not that they didn't before you know obviously tiktok's awesome but like you know they were able to give them this new format and this new platform and you know let their minds run wild with 
whatever they want to do, you know, and yeah. we have some talent coming up that we're signing right now that we're really, uh, really thrilled that they get those opportunities as well. Yeah, so build, just, building people good. up is, is, is a really dope feeling. Yeah. yeah. And working with them. Yeah. Like, it's great that, you know, we sign someone and then all of a sudden we're shooting a video for a Moment House show or for Team G Studios and we're like, we get to film a sketch for them, like the cult sketch that we did for yeah. TV studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. Yeah. yeah. You know? That was, that was like a moment where I felt like I, I felt the universe. Yeah. Right? I yeah. was like, Oh, this is talent as a part of TMG. And yeah. now every time you know? we come up with an idea where we're like this game show thing, yeah. for example, it's obviously, or anything get, else mm -hmm. like a sketch or whatever, like yeah. for the moment house show we had, you know, we were like, well, we need someone to come in and pretend they just got their arm eaten by a tiger. And sure. that person was Ben. Right? Yeah. Cause awesome. like anything that we do now, we're like, Oh, let's, you we have this talent. great roster yeah, yeah, yeah. of unique talent. Let's yeah. plug them in and then yeah. it becomes something great. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like especially for people from TikTok, that's a huge service yeah. because right. it's extremely difficult to go from TikTok to having anything long, long form, form yeah. where, and that's, that's where true, you can yeah. sustain yeah. a business. Yeah. Like yeah. Long that's form very true. Yep. You grow you, the business. Have you guys noticed like on the note of the challenge, we're all of the age of, we watched, you know, nineties reality TV. Have you noticed that a lot of YouTube is, replicating 90s yeah. reality TV yeah. formats, yeah. Yeah. right? Like even Mr. Beast, he's, he's doing Survivor, yeah. right? Last to Leave the Island. Yeah, all island. that. You look at like Arak recently did a uh, dating video that was like Next. Yeah. It was like 100 girls dating. Yeah. You know? Like it, I mean, even you without a touch though, it was like off Ellen. Yeah, you yeah, yeah Ellen, I said right? it's, it's, it's off Ellen. And yeah, it's all, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's all, it, it's because there's just a new generation of people that just don't, Connect with seen, that, yeah. And now it's just being distilled down into what I mean. It's everything, though. In yeah. Media, mm -hmm. music, pop punk, yeah. yeah. Movies, yeah. everything's I reboot. I can't believe Bar pop like, punk. I is couldn't back. believe when pop punk came back. Yeah. yeah. I never. Th I thought. I mean, like bigger than ever. Yeah, you know, it's bigger than ever right now. <laughs> yeah. I was. I was talking uh, with someone last night about this, and he was talking. To, he, he was telling me that he had a moment with someone uh, where he goes, "Oh yeah, Odd Future." The kid goes, "What?" And he's like, you're talking about Tyler, the creator, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, you remember Odd Future? And the, the kid's like, what's Odd Future? Mm. And then it was this moment where he goes, oh, my God. You don't, you don't, like, you just know Tyler as Tyler, the creator. You don't right. even know that whole period yeah. of his career. Right. And he had this moment where he's like, fuck, that is actually wild. It's, it's the same thing. I think that goes for, for sure. everything I, now. I, was, I just saw, again, to, to reference Eric, he just did a Big Brother episode yeah but i guarantee you that eight million people watch that there's a large part of them are like oh, yeah this is the first this is big brother yeah right yeah yeah like they have no reference point yeah show what it ever, is. by the way yeah big brother i love that fucking show do you, you watch you that on your that. youtube tv hmm. subscription <laughs> yeah on my watch yeah nice yeah. nice yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool That's what else we got yeah like yeah. logan paul wrestling anything Completely taken aback by that. And in one of our moment house house shows, moment hosts, I was moment very house. Canadian there for a second. Yeah. Moment <laughs> house shows. Um, we learned how to wrestle. We went to a wrestling school. Yeah. And learned how to wrestle. And then we had we like choreographed a match against each other. Yeah. So it was, it was we fun. know what it takes. Yeah. I mean, right? I, like and watching him do it's fucking hard. <laughs> it's yeah. Watching him do a yeah. standing backflip onto the oh, yeah. and then jump off the rope onto the table. Yeah. I was that like, what, real. What, yeah. Yeah. Like, he's that really hurts. jumping. Yeah. yeah. Let alone with like an audience. The whole stadium's full. Yeah. yeah. It feels crazy. To look yeah. Like. Yeah. What's um, crazy about him too is we talk about this a lot. Like podcasting changed his whole trajectory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. 
like, I just think like with you guys, what you're, what you're talking about, like podcasting as a foundation to do other things. Like, yeah. he, I, I really feel like if he didn't start his podcast, yeah, I don't know if it would just, there's no way. I don't think there's doing. any way he yeah. would like be commonly just no. accepted and mm. like, yeah, come back in the way he like, he's now turning into the rock. Yeah. It humanized them yeah. in a big way. Yeah. Yeah. And also allowed people to like kind of co-sign because yeah. all the guests that he mm-hmm. had on kind of legitimize them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good call. Yeah, you just threw, that, to make you sure threw that out out that of nowhere. That, yeah. was that was the question yeah. I wanted to ask. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a nice little chapter yeah. in the last yeah. five minutes of the YouTube videos. Yeah. Logan Paul. Yeah. I want to just shout out to, you know, we talked, uh, I think this is the first time we, we've re- like really delved into like the business. Yeah. Mm. So I just would be remiss if we didn't shout out to everyone that works for yeah. Oh, yeah. Studios. Also yeah. like Mazad, our representation. Yeah. You know, everyone, we have incredible teams and support systems around us, our fiancés. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, definitely wouldn't be where we are without them. And if you want to work for Team G Studios, you can email jobs Ryan. at teamgstudios.tv. Okay, yeah. that'll be on the Jobs cool. at teamgstudios.tv. And if you have a podcast idea that you want produced, podcasts, plural, what? podcasts at teamgstudios.tv. Well, on that note, like if people are, there's going to be people who are watching this who want to pitch you guys a podcast. What, yeah. what makes a good podcast pitch for you guys? Um, and does it have to be comedy? Like what's the threat? No, no, I think we, we're open to anything. Could it be like a, um, like a multicultural duo who talks about like entrepreneurship and the yeah, creative yeah, space? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah, like, could, could be. it be? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we we excel. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we excel in one white oh, guy yeah. and and one ethnically Ethnic vague, vague combo. Yeah. We excel in that category. It is a good combo, though. Yeah. It, it presents yeah. a lot of opportunities. Yes, yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. You open up both sides. Yeah, yeah there's the you know, com- there's the comfort of Colin and the yeah. Exotic Excited nature of yeah. Samir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're deemed safe next yeah. to Collins. Right. So. I'm deemed safe. <laughs> I've literally said that to him before. Yeah. I'm like, it's good that yeah. we're a pair, man, because I'm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's harder. All right. So yeah. if you're in, in an yeah, ethnically biracial, creative yes. relationship. Yes. Yeah. But are there any other outside if of you're that? that? I, yeah, I kind of want, I, I want to do a true crime show. Mm. Yeah, but like ha- some funny angle on it doesn't we, necessarily have to be comedy, but make it unique because there's yeah. so many true yeah. crime shows right now. Yeah, but um, I yeah, I really want to do that. That feels like just like a a winning formula. Yeah, are there pods out there right now that you guys are listening to that you're like, damn, that's good. As of late, I enjoy silence. <laughs> <laughs> that's a sick podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you heard you you heard of him. <laughs> he's a great podcast and he's talking to you all the time. No, I'm, playing. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Nah, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think oh, what, what is this? Oh, let me look up this one. Yeah. Um, you can shout out your favorite money-making podcast. Yeah. I listened to, I just listened to a lot of business podcasts, <laughs> honestly. It's so like the Nelk boys and Nelk yeah, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Cut the BFFs. Yeah. Cut yeah. The yeah. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> Like yeah, what was the one that Bryce Hall had? Hustlers University. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I actually did listen to a few episodes of that. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it was interesting. Oh, Um, sorry. Um, Behind the Bastards. Um, That's a pretty interesting podcast. I listened to their Elon Musk Mm. episodes, and they like delve into his childhood and stuff. Yeah, I've been listening to uh, the oral history of The Office. 
I'm just oh, like, cool. it's like a, it's like a series. Oh, that's and, sick. And I feel like, um, with like two creatives who have been doing like whenever you guys, you guys, your opportunity to reflect, I think mm. over time is going to become really interesting yeah. in podcast mm-hmm. form. Yeah. Like an oral history of, you know, yeah. Odeon Noel or TMG is going to cool. be mm-hmm. really interesting. Like uh, similar to like Gimlet's startup, right? You can kind I of- I loved that podcast. It's so good. Um, the storytelling in that is so good. So yeah. you yeah. kind of do a totally different, it's not conversational, but you have everything recorded. Yeah. yeah. Everything that, is recorded, right? That so. podcast really inspired me. Like when we were signing, when we were signing Ben and Emil, and mm. producing and like in pre-production for their show. That was our first show mm. that we were like, fuck, this is like a huge, huge mm-hmm. like risk for us right now. Cause yeah. it could like kind of tarnish the brand up yeah. to this point. It's just been me and him. And now all of a sudden we're like co-signing someone else and being like, watch yeah. them. Mm. And so that podcast, I just remember listening to that during that period mm. and just finding it so interesting. Yeah. I would love to listen to a show about what it's like to grow TMG studios. Even if yeah. you gate it for like a year, like you just start recording conversations, yeah. you record things, it comes out maybe two years from now. Yeah. yeah. And how does, uh, th- th- this is now actually my last question, but how does- uh, I got one more. Okay, okay. Colin's got That's another it. one. How does like podcasting revenue break down? Like, you know, between, I guess, membership, AdSense, brand deals, are brands deals still part of that? Like a significant part of that world like how do you guys look at that yeah i mean yeah. with the ad reads that we do yeah. it's it's all i would say obviously our our subscribers um those are the people that we really put at the front yeah. in terms of priorities because they're the ones listening every week they're you know paying every month we want to make them happy to uh, what website uh tmgstudios.tv okay got yeah and uh which, you know, you, and you can learn more by just going to tmgstudios.tv right. uh, about the service <laughs> that we offer. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you actually don't, you know, we'll do ad reads, but those aren't, you don't hear those on tmgstudios.tv. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that's just a completely, you know. So the episodes are ad-free on tmgstudios.tv? Yeah, mm-hmm. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's actually, yeah, there's, there's bonus content on tmgstudios.tv. Yeah. 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 You're just surrounded by media executives. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Corporate America. Yeah. But yeah, so then, you know, there's brand deals and then AdSense, we don't prioritize that or like yeah. we don't uh, concern ourselves with it too much. Um, it is, it is important, yeah. but. Um, podcasts, podcast wise, we don't make that much AdSense, but no. when we do a Cody Noel do, we make decent AdSense money. Yeah. Not yeah. enough. Like they, they cost a, it costs like a decent amount to produce those. So usually with AdSense, we'll break even or make a little bit of money on AdSense yeah. if we do a Cody and we'll do yeah. nowadays before we used to make a ton of money, but like yeah. they get less views now. So we kind of break even. And then if we do a brand deal, that's when we like in that video, that's where we actually profit. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. It's interesting. Do either of you guys like live in your YouTube studios or do you guys not really care about those? Just check your analytics all the time. I check oh. it pretty often. Check it often. Uh, I, I just try to remain sane. Yeah. So I, I had to delete it off my phone. Yeah. 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 I was like, I don't, I don't need to know. Yeah. I just yeah. upload and I just either ask Alina or my production assistant. Alina manages yeah. like a lot of my YouTube stuff. So I'm like, is it good? She's like, yeah. And I just go, yeah. <laughs> no more. No more. It's just us now. <laughs> But yeah. Uh, the the question I had yeah. were, was, uh, were there any like, oh shit moments collectively with you guys, whether it was a deal for a certain amount of money or like a milestone in your career, like a cultural moment, whether it was like on hot ones or something like that? 
any moment where you two like reflect back and you, it was just at the time like a holy shit type of thing. Or like beefing with Jared Goff or something, you know. I think the biggest those shit moments still was being in Elon Musk's party house. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, that that okay. was like yeah, <laughs> actually Do tell. that was yeah. Or or when we like went and went to Europe with Post Malone and yeah. recorded a podcast episode with him and went to like five of his shows and then like that was a pretty wild like few weeks, but yeah, when I we agree. were actually in Elon Musk's house, yeah, and there was a moment like after we left where we were both like sitting on the curb, like children, like waiting for an Uber at 4 a.m. outside of Elon Musk's house, and we were just like, What the yeah. fuck just happened? How did you yeah. get invited to Elon Musk's house? Uh, post some one of posts, post? yeah, <laughs> yeah, one of Post Malone's uh high school friends introduced him to that's cringe, and then he just followed us on Twitter and he just DM'd. He just DM'd us, and then uh, I was like, oh, I appreciate the follow, man. And he just sent me his number, and he was like, uh, let's hang out. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So he put us in a thread. He was flying back from tour. He touches down in L.A. We go meet him at a bar slash, like, it was like a bar restaurant, um, and then we're hanging out, and then he goes, y'all want to go to Elon's? <laughs> and we laugh. We're like, and he goes, yeah, let's go. And we're like, okay. He's like, I'm texting him right now. And we're like, and he just yeah, he sure, turns his man. phone to uh, us. Sure, He's yeah. Like, it's sure enough, it's like Elon Musk. And we're like, what? Oh, this is for real. You actually want to go to? It? He's like, yeah, let's go right now. So I would went. have assumed that like he had a buddy that he like jo- jokingly calls Elon Musk. Yeah, no, yeah, it was, you know, it was. Yeah, that. we didn't really know what to believe at that point because like already like I, I was a fan of Post, and so I, already we're hanging out with someone who we're like, yeah. holy fuck, this is crazy. And then he's like, you want to go meet? Elon yeah. and we're like, I sure I don't even know what to believe anymore. Yeah. And yeah, we pulled up to his house and him and Grimes were standing on the driveway, just like with lanterns. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of checks out. Yeah. That checks out. Yeah. And yeah. Super strange vibe. Yeah, it proceeded to be a very, very weird night. I peed in one of the bathrooms and I took a picture of me in the mirror, like I'm pissing in Elon's bathroom. <laughs> and then uh yeah. A bunch of zonku chicken all over the <laughs> the counter. We hung out for a minute, and then it got to a point where we were like, "It's time to go." <laughs> yeah. yeah. We Our girlfriend's like, "Where are you?" We're like, yeah. "We're at Elon Musk's <laughs> house." It's hard to explain. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah at four a.m. We're waiting for an Uber, just laughing like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, dude? that's yeah. a wild moment. Weird. Really. I think you talked about Cody also like Jack Harlow at one point turning to you and being like, like being a fan of the content is that is that like more did you talk about that yeah i mean we yeah, we had uh texted because i've been a fan of his music for a long time yeah um and so we somehow we like started i don't even know how we like met or started talking initially but i think i don't even know how but we used to text and send dms back and forth and stuff like that and then um i did this like tiktok like making fun of one of the lines oh, in his new oh, song. That's sweet. what it was like. Yeah, yeah, got it. Saw him at Coachella, yeah. and he was like, "Oh man, I saw that yeah, TikTok," yeah, yeah. and I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck." Yeah. <laughs> like, is no, that cultural impact though, like crazy? That these like, I don't know. Like, I think Post that's Malone, more. I think Jack that's just Carlo. a testament to the power of TikTok more than it yeah. is. Yeah. Our impact, you yeah. know. I think it's just like if you make a TikTok about something, chances are, or or somebody, chances yeah. are they're gonna fucking see there it. Yes, got it. Everyone sees it, you know. Yeah, I mean. um, it was, it was cool when we went to Louisville. Uh, 
Jack put us in touch with like some of his childhood friends. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, we're cool. we're friends with his like immediate group of people. We haven't wow. really talked to him in a, in a while yeah. besides the Coachella yeah, thing. Flew, but Ace two for one. What's up? Uh, <laughs> if you yeah, happen to see this, um, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, they uh, they we we hung out with them and and uh, but yeah, Jack's been nice to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he didn't unfollow either of us after you clowned him, so. Okay, good. <laughs> That's good. good. <laughs> no, I think he actually thought it was funny because he was like, I thought that was funny. And I was like, thanks. And yeah, then he no. walked off with nine bodyguards. And I was like, <laughs> okay, bye. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Man. Perfect. All right, sick. All right, thanks, thanks guys. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Team Studios.tv, check yeah, it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it for our episode with Cody Co. and Noel Miller. I hope you all enjoyed it. I'm going to ask of you two quick favors. The first, we are getting very close to 1 million subscribers on YouTube. And if you're not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel and you want to keep watching some of the video versions, please go over there, help us out, and subscribe. Next, if you've been enjoying listening to the episode, we would appreciate if you gave us a review. Whenever we get more reviews, it always helps to surface the episodes so new people can find them. All right, again, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you back here next week. Right.